Dude, you're just like so close to getting it. <laughs> like I think that like that's pretty that's pretty close. <laughs> Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. This is episode number 332. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. Always got to put myself over first. Follow the show at Marking Out. Facebook.com slash Marking Out. YouTube.com slash Marking Out 11. Pro Wrestling Tees.com. Slash marking out iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, do everything. Also joined here by Dave. You can follow him on Twitter at Dave the Rave underscore M O. Dave, how are you doing? I am doing pretty fantastic. Uh, I wish that the weather was a bit more nice outside. But how are you doing? Uh, you know what? I'm I'm fine. First of all, I'm awesome as always. I was gonna be like, you're fine. <laughs> I'm What's fine. I'm fine with the weather being okay. like this because it was really hot this past weekend. It was. I it mean, it was super hot, and it's like I don't. This, this I don't, entire week has been really hot. Yeah, I don't need hot weather. I'm okay with it. I I really do enjoy the the warmth of the weather, but this cool down rain is, I guess, necessary. Yeah. But yeah, what did you do this week? Uh, what did I do this week? Yeah, I just, yeah. Just what I right now it's like completely just drawing a blank. Did you go to a concert or <laughs> Oh, anything? you know what I did? I went on Monday with my friend upstate to a an Air Force base. He's he's trying to join or whatever, the, the reserves. So uh-huh. I, he asked me to take the drive with him. It's a two-hour drive. We stopped once on the way up at a rest stop uh-huh. that had a Burger King and a Popeye's chicken. So I didn't, I didn't get any food, even though I want, I would have eat. I would have one hundred percent if if we if there was a Dunkin' Donuts there, I would have gotten a tuna fish sandwich there. Their tuna fish is actually really good. Their chicken salad is really good. Which I, well, I don't know if they have tuna at like at their like rest stop stations and stuff. I would assume so. I would have assumed so too, but I said my I told my friend I was like I would if if they had a Dunkin Donuts here I would have gotten tuna and he goes, yeah okay like stop playing around like stop being an idiot. Uh huh. I'm like what do you mean they they sell tuna there it's the best tuna one of the best tunas I've ever had. He, yeah. He just assumed that all they do is sell donuts I guess. Really? Yeah I guess I don't know I was like what are you stupid? Yeah it's actually <laughs> really. It's pretty good there. Yeah, so we we kept going, and uh, we had time to kill before he had his interview. So we went to Orange County Choppers, 
right. I, I actually went there. Really? Once. Where is it? In Orange County, New York. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I feel like I stopped off there once, I think. Or maybe I stopped off at one of their other, like, shops. It was like, I guess, but, I don't know if it was like their main shop or whatever. I assume it is because there was like, they have like a restaurant attached to it now. Oh, no, I, I wasn't there then. And uh, and they have all the bikes, like some bikes from the from episodes and stuff. Very cool. It was cool. Yeah, it was cool to see. What kind of, uh, any bike that stands out? Um, uh, no, I mean, not, I, I didn't really watch the show. Uh-huh. Would you ever ride a bike? No, and it's funny because the stuff that they were, I mean, maybe a trike. Uh-huh. But like never I could I don't I don't want to do a two-wheel motorcycle or anything. But like I the, never. I, yeah, I I couldn't. No. I'm not even like cool enough to ride a motorcycle. I don't I'm not even cool, like I mean you really don't have to be cool to ride a moped, but <laughs> I'm not, I don't even think I'm cool enough to ride a moped. Well, I think you are. <laughs> but uh I don't even I think I'm too heavy for a moped also. But the 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 motorcycles the like the handlebars were like all the way out i'm like how do people like sit in the seat and then reach the handlebars like i wouldn't even yeah i feel like i'd be really i would be really uncomfortable yeah i don't my arms wouldn't even be long enough to reach the 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 handlebars handlebars yeah so but we got and i have to say i i absolutely hate revolving doors that's Uh one of the i i absolutely did you get stuck I, we did. Ah. Uh, Part, I mean, most of it, I would say, um, I would say 90% of it's my fault. Did you both go in at the same time? He went in first, He and the door wasn't, like, one that, like, kept spinning. Uh-huh. And it was, like, moving really slow when he was pushing it. Uh-huh. So I was like, whatever, I'm just going to go in to the same compartment as him. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what an idiot. As soon as I got into it, I was like, you're such an idiot, Brandon. You're so <laughs> stupid. So he's in the front, stopped. I'm in. He goes, why would you get into the same thing as me? I was like, because you're going too slow and I just want to get out of this place. I'm. We got to like inch foot by foot. And then he realizes that I want to get out of the revolving door. So he switches places with me and puts his foot down. And doesn't let me push the door open. So he's holding the door shut. I'm like, can you not? So we were, we, I mean, that's basically. So you didn't really get stuck. It was more of an intentional. For him, yeah, for him, he was being, yeah. Yeah. That stinks. I mean, like, I absolutely hate revolving doors. They had, when I went to Mexico, they had a revolving door. And uh, it's just not, that's not good. I, I got stuck in that too, and that was there was so much space in there. What was funny with those though, there was like a an automatic like thing where you could push a button and it would like slow down. Uh huh. So it would be funny to to push the button as other people were walking into it because then they would they would like walk into the door <laughs> or like get. You stuck never in did there. that. No, I did. I did. All right. How many people <laughs> walked into a door because of you? I I don't know how many people did, but like it's not. I mean it's. If I push the button and it slows down, it's not my fault. You're going too fast. You're on vacation. You're supposed to be going slow, taking things slow, nice and calm. You don't have to walk through a door at seven miles. You know, it's slow ride. Take it easy. Two miles. Or no, I don't know, 60 miles per hour. 
I was going like fat slower and yeah, yeah. So just I, chill. But yeah, so I got we got. I would say I got stuck in that door. All right, so revolving doors are you're not a fan of them. No, I that's and I, I always I always hate it because like sometimes there's like there's like a door on the left, a revolving door, and then a door on the right, and then the door on the right always has a sign that says use revolving door. It's like I don't want to use revolving door. I, I never understand use, those. Yeah, I don't. I just want. Why can't I use the door that I can manually open? It's like, would it not be better to just have doors that automatically open left and right? I never understood that. I mean, maybe it's because of the keeping the flow of like using that for just pure exit. But even still, if no one's there, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. I mean, and then it's like I can't stand like people. Like, you're in a revolving door. It's like revolving doors, escalators, elevators, and train stations are, like, the same exact thing. You have only so many seconds to get off of where you are. Yeah, you got to move quick. And people are they people just stand in front of it. If I'm going up an escalator, you can't be standing at the top of an escalator. If I'm in a revolving door, there's nowhere for me to go. I'm in the revolving door. Oh, you're going to get clipped? You need you in front, in the already in or already out, need to move out of the way. You're going to get got. You can't. Uh, like, then I'm an idiot, and I'm stuck inside the revolving door again. Or I get hit by the revolving door because there are other people also trying to get in. You're going to get got. Yeah, you can't do that stuff like that. No, you're gonna get got. But I also I went to my my ten year reunion. Oh, let's hear about this. No, it's really I mean nothing. I mean, honestly, it was super weird. No, for me at least. You you set a record though. It's not a record. That's just okay. So when I go into bars, I or parties when i'm at a bar or a party or something a social situation that i'm not normally at for whatever reason i just try to hit all four corners of the place Uh uh-huh so i i hit all four corners of the bar the bar area that we had Mm -hmm. our reunion so what do you mean you hit like a Indian strap match where you're just going to the corner and tapping it and then going to the next one? Not really. No, that's not, what I'm, I'm picturing you in an Indian strap match right now. It's not necessarily like in order. Okay. I could like be in one corner and then go to another corner and then like go back to that corner. But like by the end of the night, most likely I will have been to all four corners of the place. Mm-hmm. Like I went huh. like when I went to when my brother had a surprise party, I hit all four corners of the place. Now, what do people around you say? They when they know they're not, they're not going to notice me going. Who notices somebody in all four corners? In fact, most likely, I'm sure you've even gone to all four corners without realizing it. It's something that just happens. I just, because I'm me. I make it a point to like I need or want to try to go to all four corners. So usually people go to the bar to with a, some sort of a goal: have fun, <laughs> relax, uh, meet someone, My. enjoy the time with their friends. You go to the bar to accomplish the goal of reaching every corner. 
It's not. It's not a goal, though. It's, it's if, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But more than likely, it will happen. I respect that. Yeah. So. Well. But yeah, it wasn't. I mean, the reunion. I I, mean, I feel like there should have been way more people there. But like the the area was such a small spot that like I was good with how many people showed up. And they didn't even feed you food, right? No, there was no food. Bogus. I guess that'll be the twenty-year reunion. Nah, that's bogus though. Did you promote marking out? Did you name that drop marking out at all? I did speak to marking. I mean, I did speak about marking out to people. Uh -huh. I, didn't, I didn't want to. <laughs> Understandable. It's weird. Like, like I was. First of all, I was. There was three people when I got there already. Uh -huh. So I I show up. And then the the next person to show up was the person that was our class president. Uh-huh. And he brought name tags. I was going to bring na a name tag as a joke. And I wanted to get a little top hat because I thought, I was like, who cares? Like, yeah. At this point in my life, I don't care. So I'm just going to show up, maybe get a laugh or two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I didn't get the party city. So he shows up with actual name tags. And he was going to, he was like, I guess he was like looking to see who, who to write first. And he comes up to me and he goes, so should I write Brandon? I'm going to write B to the G. I was like, no, nah, I don't write, don't write B to the G. Don't do that. So, uh, because I was on my school's morning show as B to the G. Is that how it originated? No. Is that the origin? No. The What's the origin? origin of, the origin of B to the G was the summer of 2005, I believe, um, was me recording a show on the computer by myself, um, which eventually led into me writing raps, which just naturally flowed into B to the G. What is this show? Like, like I used to, I mean... Yourself? Is this? A, it was just an audio show, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I really, I wouldn't even call it a podcast. It was, I don't even know how to like, I don't know how to describe it. But it was like, it was, it was terrible. It was awful. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, so I had that, and then eventually I, I started to rap and stuff, which I would rap over Nunzio's theme song, which was "No Sleep Till Brooklyn" by the Beastie Boys. I remember that. Yeah, which then in 2006, when I was starting my senior year of high school, they the the teacher that that did the morning show retired the year before, I believe. So they wanted they needed a new intro for our morning show, and they were doing what they, they were they just had they were trying too many things, and then like one person was rapping and it wasn't like good. And they knew it wasn't good. And I think, I don't know if they asked, they said like, oh, I don't even know if like they found out that I like started to rap or, or something. Uh -huh. But I think, I feel like it, they, they came to me or whatever. And I told my other friend about it and he came up with, yo, it's me. It's the B to the G based off of my rap that. I would have like, yo, it's me, it's the B to the G, blah, 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 whatever. I'm not going to go here and... I mean, if nothing for nothing, but 
longtime listeners that it may all sound familiar because your Brandon rap is over. Yes, uh, yes, that was over the Nunzio's theme song as well. Yeah. Not not Brandon rap. That was the wrestler wrestle rap. Wrestle rap. Yeah. Wrestle rap. Yeah, I reuse that over and over again. Because <laughs> I, I like that song. But. Yeah, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Yeah, so my friend knew I, I rapped, whatever, and he basically said, oh, you should do Yo, It's Me, It's the B to the G, It's the Morning Show with Cry to the Wee. Because the guy's name was Cry Wee. So that's how that was... Okay. Born, I guess, from that, and then they—I recorded on CD because I didn't—I definitely didn't have the nerve to do it live every day. So for I don't know how many months we did it where it was just the CD playing, but like nobody knew it was me, which is like pretty easy to figure out. There's only how many? There's only two people I think in my class with the same initials. Uh huh. But yeah, so nobody knew it was me, and uh, eventually I started to go down to the main office to do it live because I found out you could just get out of class early and bounce. Ah, using it, your fame to your advantage a little. <laughs> yeah. And then like, as I got more and more comfortable doing it live, I would, I would have like changes and, and different versions of it and stuff. Uh, -huh. I used to, I really enjoyed doing cause like, I mean, I was a huge Mr. Kennedy Mark. So, yeah. uh, I used to do it like, SNL, like live, it's the morning show, like that type, like a uh -huh. Don Pardo, but I would, it, with Mr. Crywee, when I would hit that name, I would do, do it like Ken Anderson would do Mr. Kennedy, mm -hmm. so I pop for that myself, everyone's like, what are you doing, <laughs> I was like, yeah, you won't get it, but yeah, so that's basically the origin of B to the G, but I, I didn't want that written on my name tag. And uh, he goes, oh, I'm oh yeah, that's gonna... how we got to it. Yeah, he goes, I'm just going to write Mark now. And I was like, please don't write that. And he's like telling his girlfriend about what I do. I was like, I don't, please, I don't, don't tell people that. Why? Yeah, that's, I, like, that's like, you know, I just, I don't know. I felt super weird. I did, I did speak to other people. Like there were like wrestling fans, like in my year that I was like, oh, I like, yeah, I do this. And then it was awesome. It was really cool because people came up to me. Well, I would never have expected like a million years to come up to me and be like, yo, I think Cooking with Brandon is one of the funniest things I've ever watched. I've watched all of them. That's really cool. I was like, oh, that's pretty. I was like, that's awesome. And one of this one kid goes, oh, my favorite episode is the is the one where you make meatloaf. I was like, dude, that is my least favorite episode. I don't remember what my favorite one is. Is it Maybe the original. Meatloaf? Meatloaf, cheeseburger, cheesecake, uh, tacos. I, I actually think meatloaf may be my favorite one too. Tacos and then the chicken. Yeah, I, I like the ones with the wrestling references. Uh, you all have wrestling references. <laughs> uh, you could have used but, more. Well, yeah, but like, I, I, <laughs> I like, yeah. If you want to write it, go ahead. Feel free to write episode six. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I get on that. Yeah. Yeah. But it's right. like, and it's funny because it's like everyone comes up to you, like even if they were like a bully to you in high school, they were like, "Oh, like not a bully anymore." Obviously, I knew you could make it all along. Because <laughs> it's like 2017. You're like 10 years out of high school. Obviously, you're not a yeah. So well, I mean, you hope you hope people kind of grow out of that phase. Yeah, you know? exactly right. But then it's like it's like everyone's nice to you, and then the next day it's just they completely like, "Who are you?" 
Yeah, they just like unfriend you on Facebook. Like, I, I mean, they could have. I'm missing a Facebook friend. Uh oh, <laughs> who is it? I don't know. I would. I would. I don't know. But it's like it's funny because it's like if you, like, if I saw these people again in in like out in the world, would I say hello to them? Would they say hello to me? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I always feel like I should. Like in my head, I'm like, oh, hey there, what's going on? And then in my in like outer body, I'm like, I don't. You're not your outer body. Yeah, like if they're not going to say hi to me, why am I going to say hi to them? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I would have recognized a good amount of people from my high school class. And outside of that, I mean, the people I want to talk to, I talk to. But the people I don't want to talk to, I, I don't really care for. Hopefully everyone's happy, doing well. But outside of that, I, I, I don't care. It's like, it's like I, I feel like I should have definitely spoken to more people at the reunion than I did. Well, they should have spoken to you too. That's like the that's what I'm saying. Nah. Like I, I sometimes, feel sometimes you just have to take initiative though, you know? Like I it's like I do, I feel I feel bad not speaking to people because it's like we have that I mean it's gonna sound stupid, maybe stupid, but we have a bond that was the year two thousand seven that we graduated. So it's like we should always I mean, it's kinda like family, right? We should always have their back. Uh, I don't what it is. I don't know. I mean, it's like, hey, like we, like, hey, man, we went through stuff together. I, we maybe went, you went, we through, went through stuff <laughs> than me. I, I don't care. We went through math together. You should definitely, if I kill someone, you should have my back. <laughs> Something yeah, like that. But sorry, I, I don't agree with you. No, I, I mean, like in the sense, in the sense, it's couldn't care less. Not yeah. In the sense, that it's not like, obviously not if, like, if you kill someone, like, you killed somebody. I'm, like, I'm not talking to you ever again. But if, like, you're... I don't know. I have no bond with anybody I, I don't want to have a bond with. I just meant, like, if you're in a room with, like, the class of 2007, but, like, I'm guilty of it because I didn't speak to them. Like, Oh, yeah. You're, all... you're just as guilty as they are. But even still, I don't right. think that there's a specific bond relating you to, oh, yeah, we all went through... There really is a bond. I mean, there there should be. You're in the same class. You can't force a bond if it's not there. How, I mean, how many years? For most, I mean, some kids from kindergarten to, to 12th grade, you spent a lifetime with them. And then now it's just, it's, it's just downgraded to, hey, what's going on? Bye. And then, well, oh, see you at the 20-year reunion. Sometimes it's nothing more than That's that. Off. Right, yeah. Yeah, so, all right, so you had your little uh, fancy-dancy reunion show. Yeah, it was good. It was fine. All right, It was, it was dandy. Cool. It was wonderful. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, and then last night I went to Madison Square Garden to see Neil Diamond. For and how was that for concert? The, for the fourth time seeing Neil Diamond, second time oh. at Madison Square Garden, I thought this concert was better than the last time I saw him. Last I saw him last in 2014, 2015, I think, in uh, uh-huh. at Barclays Center. I'm gonna, uh-huh. go, gonna go with 2015. But yeah, it was Neil Diamond's awesome. I I can't get enough of Neil Diamond. I'm just not a fan. I don't know how not, man. Saving mm. Silverman. Yeah, great movie. Cool movie. Bye. And it's Sounds- weird when we when we pulled into the station yesterday, 
Uh-huh. We didn't pull into Penn Station. Word. There, there's a new Penn Station. Interesting. Uh, like, have you heard anything about this? Uh-uh. They just opened it yesterday. Apparently, they've been do- I mean, they had to have been doing construction for months for them to get an actual train station. It's in the post office now. Huh. Across the street. Cool. That's pretty cool. And, like, we get off the train. I'm like, this, like, platform doesn't really look like any platform that I've been on before. Like, I know they're doing construction at in Penn Station, but I, it just doesn't look like a platform I've been to before. Huh. And, uh, yeah, so then we get up. I'm like, where where the hell are we? And everyone else from the train are like, they're, like, looking around like like chickens without their head on. Like, people are freaking out. Like, where are we? I was like, I have no idea where we are right now. Mm-hmm. And then if you look at the board, the board has the train times and everything. But nah. just, you're across the street. I did not. I had no idea. Well, now you do. All right. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, this week, I ended up, Erica and I watched uh, that new Suicide Squad movie. But and that was last week. We discussed what's that. What's that? We discussed that last week. Oh, that was last week? Oh, maybe nothing did happen this week. Maybe I just spent all my time studying, as I should be. But, but you, should, uh, you should definitely check out some Netflix shows. I, or not I, Netflix shows specifically, but you should definitely check out Riverdale and The 100. There's other shows I want to watch before Riverdale. Like what? Like The 100. No. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. Well, the new season of Wrecked is going to be starting up soon. That, but, like, you can't binge watch Wrecked. No. You can actually watch Riverdale. Riverdale's one season. It's already up on Netflix, ready for you to watch. They're hour-long episodes, or probably less since it aired on... I, I don't have an interest in the Archie comics. Dude, it's nothing... I, I didn't know... I mean... The only thing I knew about the Archie comics was Archie, Betty, Veronica, and Jughead. And I knew Josie and the Pussycats. And then I knew the song Sugar Sugar by the Archies. That was yeah. made for the, sh- the comic strip or whatever. It's nothing. It's not like you don't need to know about the comic strip. Meh. Eh. We'll see what happens with that idea. I'm telling you, it's good. All right. Well... Let's get on with the sports entertainment talk as I scroll not, up. No, no, not even sports entertainment. It's the it's strictly outside the ring news. Yeah, but we do have some sports entertainment I, talk I think, here. I, I think the main, the I mean, not the biggest thing, but the main thing is that on August 26th, they announced, finally they announced it, in Las Vegas, Floyd Money Mayweather taking on Conor McGregor in a boxing bout. Yeah, unfortunately, I think that I would love Conor McGregor to... I would love for a double knockout, but... <laughs> <laughs> like, they both go for a crossbody? What do you... Like, yeah, what's, they what's a double a hook and they both connect, but if I if there was a winner, wait, 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 I'd rather wait. be McGregor, but do I... Do you understand? Know, I have a feeling it's going to be Mayweather. I feel like that also. I, I hope... I hope I'm wrong. I hope you're wrong. If are double knockouts a thing? Does that exist in wrestling? I mean, in boxing? Yeah, uh, I've seen it in UFC. So I that's well, like, not UFC, but MMA. That's like if that happens in this fight, that's that's scripted. Yeah, <laughs> like you can't tell me people are gonna. Well, we gotta get another. We need another fight between them. Well, it's going to be watched by all. 
It's going to be very entertaining. I'm not going to order that on pay-per-view. Nope. Just go to Buffalo Wild Wings or something to watch it. Yeah, because that turned out so well last time. Oh, turns out well for me. Yeah, but how, well, you guys how, how messed long up. Did you show though. up beforehand. You well, I had no that. option. I had no option to do that. Mike had work. Yeah, you guys messed up. That's the other not people on. people I was with had work beforehand. Yeah, that you guys messed up on. That's on you. You got to get there early for, on fight nights. Well, how much earlier? Uh, the prelims. They start to go in. Yeah, During so the prelims, that started like six or seven. Hopefully, Conor McGregor wins. And uh, Mauro Ronaldo is calling this bout, so I, you guys yeah. could count how many Mamma Mia's you hear. I just can't stand Mayweather. I think he's very arrogant. He, well, they both he's are very arrogant. He's a scared little man. <laughs> yeah, they both are very arrogant, and I can't. Well, like, I can't I feel, stand the attitude. Like, but the thing is, I feel like Conor McGregor is gimmick, and Mayweather is actually yeah, that egotistical. That's what I feel like. Also, I feel like Conor McGregor is an act just to get people talking, and. Because he's a showman, and the other one is just like that is him. Yeah. So I would love for uh, Conor McGregor to get the victory. Um. All right. So Renee Young will not be returning to this the next season of Total Divas, but the rumor is Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss will be joining the cast. So that should be a little bit interesting. I mean, it's cool that Alexa Bliss is going to be on there. Nia Jax. I feel like I still I hate the way listen, that listen, baby's dead. Listen, you might hate that, but now you won't have to subscribe to them on Snapchat. Now I you could just watch it on Total Divas. Yeah, right. Well, I, I'm curious if Mandy's going to be on there again. Why would she? I don't know. I I was entertained by her on. Total I mean, Divas. yeah, I thought I thought it was if, good. And then nothing for nothing, but she's well, always hanging out with. Uh, uh, what's her name? Daria? Uh, but I forgot what her new name is. Sonia. Yeah. Sonia, is it Sonia Deville? I think so. Something, I kept wanting to say Sonia Strong, but... Nah, uh, I think Deville. Yeah. But, yeah, they're always hanging out together. Why not put her on Total Divas as well? I mean, you might as well put these wrestlers that we don't know as much to give them some exposure. You already have your some of your top women on Total Divas, like they do with Mandy. Toss some of the other wrestlers in there. And they should definitely maintain Mandy on there, especially because she was on previous seasons. Like, she wasn't se- She wasn't not on, like... I don't know how many seasons ago she was on, but, like... Oh, she wasn't on the most recent? No. Which, um, it, like, it sucks because even Marie was on this season, and she was always with Maurice. So, I, yeah. like, is Maurice going to stay on the show, or... What is she I, doing now? Uh, well, and, and still nobody knows if Paige will be on or not. Yeah, that's and she may be coming back soon. She tweeted out a picture of her, I believe, her X-ray or something, uh, kind of teasing that she's good to return to the ring or she's considering returning to. Um, I, what do you think about like what direction do you think is going to happen with Paige in WWE? Like with everything that took place outside of the ring. If Paige, with the, if Paige with comes the unfortunate back. Ha- with the unfortunate hacking that took place, is she, A, will she come back? B, is she worth coming back with all that PR stuff? I think and, for, it's all, like, it's in the past already, man. 
All right, I agree with you on that because look what uh, Xavier. And even was. even if it like like PR or whatever, like if people even bring it up, like it's not like she had no control over it. No, I I would just it was an invasion of privacy. Leave it at that. Yeah. So you if, think, but what about the other stuff like the like all the other rumors going around with her association with. Obviously, her association with Del Rio, but all the negativity around that. Uh, what negativity? Well, with uh, with uh, rumors of drug usage and That's party rumors. lifestyle and yada yada yada. Rumors. I don't. So I don't know. If, if, she, the, if she comes back, route. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, all right. If so she, if she comes back, though, I mean, she needs to be like. like I don't know how on her own and dominant I agree because she had that huge she was in the doghouse for a long time and I still think it's because of dropping that uh, F-bomb while recording a, a live Facebook page or whatever and it's just unfortunate hopefully they'll use her correctly like in my mind she deserves to be women's champion over Sasha Banks and she's she's been gone for a year or almost whatever. Yeah. Well. Uh, Hulk Hogan wants to join the uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling Bullet Club. Uh, Tamatanga was asked about this, and he said he's not for it, but he's not against it. That would be awful. I mean, actually, it, th- it doesn't really matter, though. I don't think it would be awful, but it, it does not matter at this point. I mean, it's oversaturated. It's like, why not at this point? Yeah, I, I don't think that. I, I don't think that it's an issue now. And I have to say, their their New Japan promo that the yeah, World Club the, released, like the NWO, we did it better. Yeah. Sorry, we did it better, 100% better. Oh, 100%. Well, it wasn't, you, don't, don't it wasn't credit, broken please. black and white. Please don't take credit for it, but. Uh, I had a <laughs> involvement. You were not in that one, but. Uh, yes, I'm you were in the video, but not the actual commercial itself. Well, it was done better. Chris's editing and production of that uh, was done a lot more well and better than uh, this one. And my voiceover, it. my voiceover work was better. Yeah. Than whatever Jackson yeah, brother did it. Yeah, uh, and it featured Stephen Amell too, which I popped for. But overall, it wasn't really an NWO issue. It was more just a straightforward promo, and it just wasn't – I don't know. I I don't understand how people could really be behind this. I don't know, man. Just buy our merch, prowrestlingtees.com slash marking out. Yeah. That's all you got to say. Um, apparently, Bray Wyatt's getting divorced. And yeah, his wife is accusing him of cheating, which apparently he's was cheating on her with JoJo. Yeah, very unfortunate. Uh, but then Bray Wyatt—it's it's very unfortunate to hear that people uh, that this takes place. You know? Yeah, but Bray Wyatt said that she was going on social media and like, de- I don't even know how, what, what's the right like defaming his character in his name. It is defaming. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Yeah, so he was claiming that, and uh, yeah, so it, it's it's sucks. Yeah, so he got like a happens. silence. I don't know what it is, but 
uh, silence order or something where she can't speak publicly, I don't think. Mm. But re- regardless, that's one, ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. It is unfortunate, especially because there's children involved and stuff like that. Um, and I, I can imagine it being so tough on the road life and everything, but stuff like this is just unfortunate to hear whenever it does come up about all this illegal stuff. Yeah. Uh, Nick Jackson, uh, he had his backpack stolen while in Japan. Once again, very unfortunate with this incident as well. Apparently, they went out to eat at a restaurant. They left it there by accident, went back to go get it, and it was gone. Including it, included in it was two passports, uh, $2,000 of merch, uh, and, elect- and electronics. So Now, why? What, who's two passports? Uh, either Nick Jackson has two passports, or it was like his and Matt's. Does that I, happen? I, Does somebody get two passports? I don't know. I mean, maybe he has. Maybe he has an old one. You know, with the amount that they travel, maybe he has one that's full and one. I I don't know. It's like where you got to buy two two ten trips, where like you just click the last ten trip and then you have your you're starting your new one. Yeah, I'm not too sure. <laughs> Which ten trips, by the way, if anybody doesn't know what that is, I don't know if they have it on other trains. I assume you do. It's on the Long Island Railroad. You get ten one way trips. Yeah. Price. <laughs> well, I don't know why it's funny. Yeah, talking about a trip, uh, NXT took a trip over to the UK for NXT Download Musical <laughs> Festival. Ruby Riot, she required five stitches after her match with Asuka. Uh, Asuka busted her wide open, um, but all is well. Just needed, required some stitches. So happy to hear that she's okay. Yeah, and uh, Mark Andrews got injured as well. They had an eight an eight man tag team match, and he took a clothesline from one of the members of Authors of Pain. He went on. He underwent a CT scan, which came back negative for injuries. So, or serious yeah, thank, injuries. So, that's, yeah, that's thank goodness. Positive. This, this raises so many questions. I mean, as an outsider, that this is the second injury that was second that we in, know of that we know of involving a member of Authors of Pain. The other one being Anthony Bowens. Is this on? Is this the people taking the move, or is this on authors of Bane just trying to be a little bit more, like Legion of Doom, strong like Steiner Brothers, strong styling it, and yeah. just going a little bit too, uh, being too negligent in the ring and not really protecting their uh, fellow wrestler. I would assume. I don't know. I would assume not. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a pro wrestler, so I re- I have no clue. I'm just going to assume that it wasn't, like, them purposely doing it or working. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say that it's purposeful. Or even still, like, you, uh, you, I don't know. In wrestling, can you really put the blame on everybody? Yeah. Well, no. I think that sometimes there are moves where it could be directly on the person applying the move. I mean, but regardless, that's two for wrestlingteams.com slash market out. It is very unfortunate that Mark Andrews was injured, but very good news that CT scan came back negative. Did uh, his, was his this, band playing? Uh, be- yeah, that was before. Uh, a day or two before that match even took place, uh, his band, Junior, where he is lead vocalist and bass player, uh, was put on a performance, and he was attacked by the UK champ, Pete Dunne. 
this was right before their solo match, where they apparently had a really good match. But yeah, Pete Dunne attacked him. And then when Pete Dunne was leaving, Mark Andrews hit him with a, a let's just go with the stage dive, taking out Pete Dunne and standing tall at the end of the night. So huge pop from the crowd from that. Yeah. Um, so WWE 2K18, they've been like tweeting things. Uh-huh. Um, but like I don't know if it's specifically them tweeting it. But like for like somewhere on the internet, there was like an Andre the Giant statue that got tweeted out, and a Stone Cold Steve Austin ATV, and people are like thinking ATV. it's yeah, they think it's related to 2K18. Oh, when he used to write it down. Yeah, but it's like it says it's what is it? Um, BLN1, which people are saying it stands for be like no one. Like to kind of like, like make your own path. Uh huh. Like WWE is actually tweeting it, and here, here they're even WWE. Uh, WWE on Twitter tweeted out it's a sledgehammer and a, a nightstick. Huh. So people are thinking that that it's that that's what people think on Monday because that's what they're posting about it as is Monday that there will be some announcement about 2K18. Well, we um, are heading into SummerSlam, which is usually the Time when everything is announced. Yeah, so hopefully, I mean, I don't know if this this doesn't seem like it's going to be like a a cover star announcement. It seems more like it's like a story mode or some sort of showcase that it's leading to. Yeah. Um, hopefully, it's good. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, I've never been. I haven't been into uh, the video games really. David, uh, you own an N sixty four. That's all you got to say. Yeah, but even do you, have a, do you have a PS2? No, I don't. Yes, I do. Oh, I was gonna say, do. do you need a PS2? Zach was getting rid of his. No, I have. Um, no, I, I just even, even that. Besides, I, I just don't have an interest in the new games. I, I don't know. I feel like it's just the same game. Over, it's like playing an NHL game, where it's the same game, a little bit different, but same basic stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what any game is. It's like, I mean, if you go to Grand Theft Auto, they had a storyline at least, but it's the same yeah. basic concept. Yeah. So hopefully we'll find out some information about 2K18 before SummerSlam. But yeah, hopefully. on the topic of SummerSlam, it was announced on Monday Night Raw that Roman Reigns will be on next week to announce something regarding to SummerSlam. Yeah, his involvement with SummerSlam, Braun which is... Braun Strowman is cleared to wrestle. Yeah, Braun Strowman was cleared to return to the ring, which hasn't been mentioned on WWE yet, I don't believe. Which, so I think, uh, big time, I think something that needs to take place at SummerSlam, if you're going to do that, is an ambulance match. My problem with this is, A, I want that feud done with, which means that if this does, if we do do go in this direction, I want it to be the final match. But the plans are for Roman Reigns to face Lesnar at WrestleMania, and plans are for Roman Reigns to face Lesnar at SummerSlam, I believe. So who are you going to wait? Wait, wait, wait. Say, who to face who at SummerSlam? 
Oh, wait. Well, yeah, wasn't it Braun and Lesnar rumored? Oh, I, I thought you had said Reigns versus Brock at SummerSlam also. No, no, that's for WrestleMania. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, because if, if everything you have changes, Lesner they, they versus, don't have. They have. They write it the day of. Sometimes I bet. That's the thing. If you have Lesnar versus Braun SummerSlam, what if Braun defeats Lesnar, and then that leads up to, and then at some point before then, Lesnar defeats Braun. Yeah, like, there's I mean, only one pay per view in between. Really? Now and and SummerSlam. Oh. You have your great balls of fire, which they again changed the logo for because someone's an idiot. Yeah. Um, and then that's already Brock versus Joe. Hmm. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, also cleared to the wrestle, returning to the ring is Rusev, Dash Wilder, Emma, and Zack Ryder. Pretty sure, uh, Emma, Emma, that was, uh, a given. Well, yeah, she was on Monday Night Raw, but even still, it's on the topic. She returned this week. Uh, Zack Ryder's actually going to be the kickoff show. Yes, I saw that. To him and Mojo teaming up to take on the Colognes. Someone's turning heel. So, yeah. Right? Do you think? Maybe. <laughs> Austin Aries, not medically cleared to wrestle at all. Made a cut a little promo saying that he has neck injuries, leg injuries, all of that, and he's not medically cleared to wrestle. So, no clue what where that leaves him. Yeah, and he got to uh, work with Tony Nese there. Yeah. But yeah, so hopefully Austin Aries makes a recovery, and when he comes back, appears on NXT or something, and not the cruiserweight division. Hopefully, he appears on the main. Like, I mean. Outside of 205. I mean, if you want Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, I think there's still stuff for him that he could be doing in NXT, but... I don't think he's needed in NXT. I don't think so either, but I still think there's stuff that can be there for him. Yeah, but I mean, whatever's down there can be him waiting. Could be yeah, for him on the main not, roster too. But, like, right. but him on the main roster, that's like... I just feel like there's... I feel like there's... Yes, there's a lot of people in NXT, and it's, like, hard to get... You have an hour of programming each week. Yeah. And it's hard to get everybody on, but, like, Raw... If you're on Raw, yes, he's been used on Raw tons of times. SmackDown has even less room for him. Even more time. I... I less time, I mean. Yeah, that, I would keep him on Raw, but I would incorporate him in uh, storylines outside of 205 Live once he returns. Yeah, so... But it sucks because apparently Triple H is frustrated with Vince McMahon's, uh, with Vince McMahon's treatment of NXT stars wants to come to the main roster. Yeah, that's the rumor going around. I don't know what to believe with that, but I can definitely understand his frustration. I mean, I mean, Ascension, Ascension, uh, one Bailey, of the biggest, Bailey, Bailey, Emma. Nakamura. Yeah, Emma went back down to the to NXT to become Emma. To become I mean, what the character she was, and then she comes up to the main roster. It's like a joke almost. Yeah. Do do we put Enzo and Cass in there? I mean, they aren't tag team champs yet. They yeah, they've been successful and over with the uh, crowd, but can they be doing more with them? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty rare that like. I mean, who's the exception here? Kevin Owens. I would say Carmella too. I mean, Generico 
uh, Sami Zayn, he would be included on that list of frustration. But I think Carmella, they're doing good, uh, doing good stuff with. So Kevin Owens, Carmella, Alexa Bliss, Sasha Banks. Yeah, uh, Nia Jax, I would say frustrated. In some sense, I guess Charlotte, but I don't. I still don't think she. No, I, I think yeah, I think Charlotte would be on that list of exceptions. Um, who else has been really? Uh, I mean, Court. If you want to say Corey Graves, I think he's doing a great job. Yeah, absolutely. Being called up to commentary. Um, I, that's really a revival. I, but not yet. Been, yeah, that's like to be determined. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's really it. Yeah. Uh, do you, I don't even want to. Do you want to say that rumor or? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, talking about Triple H, uh, there's rumors circulating that Triple H is supposed to have may end up having a match with the current Monday Night Raw GM Kurt Angle, uh, potentially in the near future. This would be very interesting, especially because of Kurt Angle and Triple H. We haven't seen them together yet. Uh, Kurt, Triple H, uh, he hasn't been back on television since uh, WrestleMania. Correct? Which, it really, like, all that stuff makes no sense. Same, like, Stephanie, too? Yeah. Like, she was just on TV the other week, too, on SmackDown this week. Ah. Uh-huh. It makes no sense. Like, where are you that you're, like, like storyline-wise, where are you that you're not here? Yeah, especially if you are in such a high con- uh, position. Like, storyline-wise, Daniel Bryan, where is he? He just had a kid. That's yeah. In, that's, the, that's, like, storyline is the, is the truth there. Yeah. Stephanie McMahon got knocked through a table. She's been gone for two months. Well, I don't think that's the reason why, but I do think that they should give a, a reason, you know? The reason why. Vince McMahon came out. You, but hold on. Even if you tell us that the reason that you're not on TV is because you're out there promoting uh, on a daily basis in other countries, I'd buy it. But at least just be out there and say that. Right. But like the night after Mania, Vince McMahon's like, we need a general manager. Stephanie's injured. Kurt Angle. It's been two months. She's still injured? Well, like, we don't know. It's been two months. Triple H is just not there. Well, We've, I don't know. Uh, well, it's, like, it's like you can't, like, there's, it's, it's we, they cross paths because we see NXT Triple H, and then we see main roster Triple H. They're two completely different people. Well, that's, I feel like that's the entire breaking kayfabe of, WWE, right, and it's like I, I don't think that there's any storyline wise that's super confusing, and which is the same like, exact thing with Stephanie McMahon. Though I'm saying I don't think that you should confuse the two. I feel like that's the same thing as seeing Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss best friends outside no, of. But I'm, but I'm saying like, how, like, why are we seeing Stephanie McMahon on SmackDown when she's not even on Monday Night Raw? The character what? Stephanie McMahon is not on, on on Monday Night Raw, but we saw the person Stephanie McMahon on SmackDown. Did we? Yeah, I think it was SmackDown when they had they they showed the Hero Award that they gave out. They gave out a Hero Award or something like I played a video package about it, and she was in it. Oh, so it's like, I mean, I don't but know. that's not appearing live. But, I thought you were talking about appearing live. It was recent. 
But I think that there should be some sort of a, like, say that you're doing this and that you can't, unfortunately, take do BGM at the current time because you're doing this. Um, yeah. That, like, Mick, Mick Foley got fired. Mm-hmm. Like Are you cool with this storyline of Triple H Kurt Angle? Maybe this is the Kurt wanna, Angle. That's not. Huh? I don't want to see that. I, I'm curious how this would play into factor. I'm guessing this is probably going to play into factor with the entire Corey Graves. But like this is just one of those how. things. This is one of those things that it's like, yes, if I was there live, I want to see it. But I in 2017, do we really like? We we should be seeing other like this always happens. I, I Goldberg, just hope that Goldberg just comes does... back. Oh, let's see Goldberg versus Roman Reigns or something. Let's see Goldberg versus somebody else. Let's see this. And then it's like, oh, no, but it's going to be a, a, a rehashing a few that they had that sucked in 2004. And it's like, I just hope that if this does happen, that this is not his last match, that we still have right. uh, room for Kurt Angle versus un- like underline, like insert any upcoming young wrestler it's like, like it's like yo sting is coming to wwe to wrestle oh who's who's he wrestling triple h we've never seen that before but do we really need to see that no at, the, at that point in, in time it's like it's like forget about nostalgia and put sting against young talent like that's all like it sucks that he got injured during the match but sting wrestling for the wwe championship against seth rollins was like that's where the direction of like people coming in to wwe should be yeah. Like we like we shouldn't like Rock versus John Cena. That's not a thing. Like you don't need that. No. Don't. But this is also it would be a money grabber. And Unfor- I, you know what? I, I mean, I shouldn't say that you don't need the Rock versus Cena. You, if if it were to happen again, you don't need it. You do, I don't think if, you need it at WrestleMania 29. But I don't either. But if you look at the money aspect, no matter what, I feel like it's always a a fallback. You know. If you know, no matter what you do, that Matt Triple H versus Kurt Angle is going to draw money, as opposed to Kurt Angle versus whoever. And it's a quick, like it may draw money, but may, it may not draw as much as versus Triple H, which goes totally against what the, both of us feel in wanting to see that on that storyline play out and that match really take place, but. No matter what fans out there, it's going to be the biggest money grabber. Honestly, um, I think it should really be Kurt Angle versus Bob Backlund. Hmm, interesting pick on that one, Bob Backlund. But it's like also, he's just—he's sitting there. He's not being used. I—I I guarantee think, you, he could still wrestle. I, I wouldn't want to see that, but. Scott, um, Scott Hall has abs now. Maybe it could be Scott Hall versus Kurt Angle. You know what? Never say never. But uh, the May Young Classic, they have a few wrestlers that are announced and some that are unannounced. Some but where, did these, where did these names come from? Like they I, did, WWE didn't announce it, right? Where did these I names saw wrestling. Did, WWE does have a few listed. Do they? That I forgot to go to. Yeah, uh, I'll... Go to it right now if you want to start reading off this list. I don't want to start reading off the list because I also went to WWE.com. <laughs> but uh-huh. where, was it on WWE.com? That's what I saw. So some of the names... listing some of them. Some of the names listed are from NXT. You have Bianca Blair, Lacey Evans, um, Sarah Logan, Kimberly, 
Um, are, are there any other? Thea Trinidad is from NXT. Mm-hmm. Mia Yim has been on NXT. Uh, recently side Nixon Newell, Evie. Um, who else is new? Here. Uh, they did post uh, uh, Marty Bell. WWE posted Marty Bell, though? No, no, I'm saying the rumors. Uh, but the where, did 32, they, where did they post 30, it? I just found it. Uh, 32 women tournament, yada, yada, yada. Uh, it's going to include, this is this is confirmed, Lacey Evans, Sarah Logan, which we mentioned already, Lucia Libre champion, Princessa Sughit, Sughit, uh, Shukit, um, Tony Storm, who is the first and reigning pro- uh, progress women's champion in the UK. Um, you also have, we already mentioned, Lacey Evans. You got Sarah Logan, we mentioned. Oh, and that was it. Nah. So they only announced four people officially. Or at least on this article. But like... I guess, yeah, five hours ago they announced it. Yeah, first competitors revealed for WWE's Mae Young Classic. Um, so those are four that are de- that have been have been revealed, but I recognize I mean, 30, the, thirty-two I, women. I hope to see a lot of the. I I really hope to see a lot of women that we would normally not see and that we haven't seen, and I'm looking forward to this. I I recognize like. By the look of her, the woman from Mexico. But like, I don't know if I I've ever I, I must have seen her wrestle. Once. I mean, she courtesy of CML, CMLL on the photo. I mean, we've we've seen a good amount of the other wrestlers that have been mentioned and linked to this. I mean, and then even a uh, Kelly Klein from Ring of Honor. Uh, she met uh, women of honor. She mentioned that she there's rumors of her involvement in there. Uh, are we going to see Candice LeRae in here? Uh, I would love to see uh, cheerleader Melissa. Yeah, there. Uh, Taya back Valkyrie. If like if they're getting this list though, I mean, I mean they're obviously they scoured the world. Yeah. So I, I I am not worried about their picking of who's going to be involved. I think that they're going to I think they're going to use the right the the right people. I don't know if that's the correct like, but I think that they're going to choose the competitors really wisely and they're going to have the best of the best. It's um, like who who goes on to win? Do you have an a current NXT star? There's more. Or, I mean there's tons have of current or, NXT do you have a former uh, WWE star, or do you have who's the someone former, that's from the 80s? Who's former WWE? Um, I saw Molly Holly's name floating around, I believe. No. I think no, I saw... No, I can't handle that. <laughs> I think I saw Molly Holly's name floating around. Dude, I you don't understand how, much, how awesome that would be. Just to piss off Brandon, Velvet Sky's going to win. I don't like... She should. I mean, I don't think she should even be in that. But, <laughs> but like, dude, if Molly Holly's in that, that's awesome. Yeah. So it's gonna. I I hope that the winner would end up be. Would you put the current main roster people in this? 
uh, that's like the thing. Like I like that it shouldn't. Like I don't know if this should be like a stepping stone type of thing. I think it would be interesting to see like Sasha Banks involved in here. Like we already discussed, then, then we already discussed how these... we already discussed how like there's no way Oscar could be in it. I would, but we also discussed the other option of her being in it. But she would have to go to the finals and lose to who are in right, the finals. Exactly, could... whoever like dethrones Oscar. Because that could be but, like even... she doesn't she doesn't actually dethrone Oscar. She loses and then, but like I don't want to see that. The first loss should be the oh. championship loss. Oh, I, I wait. What do you mean? Like if Oscar? Oh, it gonna... could. It could easily be a championship loss. It could end up being. I feel like it would be awesome if Oscar did go to William Regal, said, "You know what? I'm looking to face the best talent. You got the best talent in this tournament. I want in." And then she gets to the finals, and then, and then she takes on someone that isn't on the NXT roster. Like she takes on a, a Taya Valkyrie, or she takes on a Mia Yim, someone that isn't. Or a cheerleader Melissa, you know, someone that's trying to get their name on the NXT wise and get known. And then you could have her being very cocky, being like, oh, yeah, no, I broke Goldberg's record. I have over I think she's at 182 wins right now. So she'll probably be well surpassed that. Um, uh, yeah, over- I guess in that case, it turns into like AJ and Paige. Exactly. Where she's just going to say, I have over 190 victories. I haven't lost yet. Yeah, I'm not scared to put my title on the line, too. You won't win. And then have whoever that person is defeat her. I feel like that would be it. But the thing is, this person, whoever wins, has to be under contract. Yeah, it can't honestly. Like, you, you can't have, like, like the Cruiserweight Classic. Like, you can't have a Zack Sabre Jr. win the tournament because then where does that – that doesn't really help you out. Right. Because he's not going – like, I mean, look at Grand Metallic. I mean, yeah, he was. I don't think he's under contract, is he? Yeah, he's he's wrestles for WWE. Yeah. Well, I mean, even uh, how about Ibushi? Like, I feel like there has to be some sort. Like, you, if you're going to defeat Asuka or even go to the finals, they have to be under contract. So that's where you could you uh, utilize that position properly. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, uh, I'm sure Triple H or whoever. I'm sure it's Triple H. I'm sure he's got it all mapped out. They're in I, advance. Yeah, I don't doubt it. And then you know what? If you're listening, Triple H, uh, definitely. Th- I think I just <laughs> gave you an idea to toss around. Like I like I don't mind if I saw you wrestle live in person, but we don't want to see you. Like we want you to do this stuff with the May Young tournament. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, talking about Ty of Valkyrie. Uh, unfortunately, this past week, uh, her she and alongside with a few of uh, her friends and wrestlers were struck by their vehicle was struck by a drunk driver. Uh, luckily, they were everyone walked out alive. Um, just a r- real reminder: uh, don't drink and drive. It is beyond stupid, irresponsible. You're taking such a not only your own life, but everyone around you. And it's just so stupid. Uh, do not drink and drive. Even if you're buzzed, call a cab, uh, call an Uber or a Lyft, uh, anything. But do not get behind that wheel. Um, but very lucky, very happy to hear that uh, everyone involved is safe. Yeah. And then I, I believe she got engaged too this week. Yeah, right after this incident. Uh, John Morrison. John Morrison. 
Yeah, proposed to Taya Valkyrie, and the two of them are officially engaged now. So, mazel tough to the both of you. Yeah. We look forward to fighting. It's weird, um, like, on WWE.com when they post stuff like, uh, like, Taka had his, huh? yeah, had his first kid this week. So, oh, like, I, they, they posted that on WWE.com. I saw that they did that for uh, Brian. Like Daniel Bryan? Oh, no. Not like no, Brian Myers. Yeah. Yeah, with his... Uh, he also has a child now. Yeah, so... Congratulations, congratulations 100%. Yeah. Yeah, congratulations to Taka and to uh, Kurt Hawkins on the birth of their children. Yeah. That is... That's amazing. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Ricky Morton. He put on a little clinic and showed up at the Performance Center... Uh, to teach them a thing or two. I think Medusa did that too. I think she was down there also. Yeah. I mean, would you put her name in the tournament? Just curious. Uh, part of me, like, wants to say yes. Like, part of me just wants to see her wrestle. Uh-huh. Because, like, I never... Like, obviously, she was way before my time. And then, yeah. like... And then, in WCW, she didn't really have, like... There was really not competition for her there. I, I, you know what? If she like, does, I, I, I 100% wouldn't mind. I, I would rather see her as Medusa than Alundra Blaze, but yeah, I don't know what. Oh, the I, I, I prefer. I don't know. Like I, I don't guess, know. I don't know what direction WWE would want to go in to that with, but like, yeah. not too sure. Yeah, um, so I yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't mind if WWE wanted to put her in there as like a vet. I think that would be pretty interesting. Yeah, and it's cool. Did you see the Did you see the video of Ricky Morton working with the kids? No, it's pretty cool. I'm sure I did watch that video of them taste testing uh, the food. Yeah. In China. Now, like, would you eat any of that stuff? Like, if you, it's funny because like people are like, "What was it like?" They had to eat cow tongue, right? Yeah. Or was it pig I would, tongue? Yeah, I would eat that. Was it pig tongue though? Uh, I think maybe pig tongue. But it's like, I, like everyone gets so disgusted. Like right now in my life, I don't eat cow tongue anymore. Yeah. Because I like, I don't know, something switched where it's like, oh, I can't believe that was a tongue. But like. I, I love it. Like, yeah. To, I mean, yeah, we used to eat, I used to eat tongue. Uh-huh. I just had this conversation with, with uh, Mike on the train yesterday. Like, where's, like, what's your limit? I. What you would eat. Like a hundred percent, never going to eat a human. Ever. A hundred percent. That's good no. to know. Yeah. <laughs> that's really good to know. Like that's like, yeah, no, that's just, that's no, there's nobody should ever want that. No. But like, because it, it, I, it started, I, that conversation started because I was telling the story. Zach went upstate to his fiance's house for a party. And it's like, they're, they're up in Cortland. So it's like country. Huh? They, they eat humans up there? No, not humans. <laughs> That's just the bar. Like, no. Like, absolutely <laughs> not. But, he, like, they have, like, venison and stuff up there. Like, oh. I, I've never had... I've never eaten a deer before. But I would maybe try it. I actually have venison in the freezer right now. So I guess you've eaten venison. Uh, only recently, yeah. It, it tastes pretty good. What does it taste what? like? Uh... It is, is it like beef or like was it? It doesn't huh. taste. It doesn't taste gamey. A little bit gamey, yeah. 
it, it's it's different, um, but it's not bad. I like it. So but I would. I think I would. I think bought I would it in try. a hot dog form. Oh. We bought it. It's Red Deer. We bought it in a hot dog for, farm. Uh, hot dog form from the uh, farmers market up here. So I think I would try that. Another thing that Zach ate, he saw a dish what that looked like pulled pork. Uh huh. And he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna taste it." He tasted it, thought it was awful. And he tells his fiance, I think, that he goes, "Oh, that pulled pork was disgusting." She goes, "What pulled pork?" He shows her, and she goes, "That's squirrel." Ha <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I think I, Ow. I think I would, I think I would try squirrel. I would like because like I mean, like when are you gonna get a chance to do stuff like that? Upstate New York. <laughs> yeah. Right. Upstate New York or Louisiana? It's like a possum. Like, I, do people eat raccoons? I don't know. Like, I I, I don't know. So, but I I definitely. It's would. like I, I don't want to go into the situation and be like, oh hell yeah! I hope there's only raccoon possum and. No, I mean I feel like you need a different a variety of it all. I mean, I think that it's not like they're serving you raw or not cooked properly. You know, usually right. when they're, they're serving it to you, it's like it, it it's by a. Uh, a talented, a really good chef who knows what they're doing, who's flavoring it really well. And it's funny. It's funny because like when I go up there in August for the, the engagement party, I'm going to be disappointed if there's not at least venison for me to try. Yeah. Because it's like hyped up so much. I, I, I liked it. I mean, I wouldn't put it past buying more venison from the uh, farmer's market, which is actually tomorrow. So maybe, who knows? It's like you get, I think, eight hot dogs or like six, maybe maybe eight hot dogs for like $10, I think. How does it come on like in a package? Uh, it's, all, it's all sealed. And how do it's you cook them? It's all plastic sealed. You boil it? Huh? You boil them? Yeah, grill. What I said. Yeah, they have, they have <laughs> I like I like how I go, what, do you boil them? He goes, yeah, grill. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought you said grill. How do you, where do you um, grill them? Where, where do yeah, you they have they have I, sausage. I thought you didn't have, have a grill. Hello, where where do you grill them? Um, we did it at Erica's place oh. on the on the actual grill. Oh, I mean, if it was at my place, if it was here, I would do it on the uh, Foreman grill. Dude, I'm telling you, invest in an air fryer. Mm-hmm. That thing continues to blow my mind every single week. I made fried oh, chicken the other night. I like. I don't understand how. Like I did. I went. I still in my mind process it as this is not going to turn into fried chicken. Yeah. And then it turns into fried chicken. I don't like it. There's no oil. It's just air and it makes it crispy. And it's like the weirdest thing. Uh, uh-huh. so I think you should a hundred percent invest in one of those. How much is it? I don't know. Could be, could be 30 bucks, could be 60 bucks, but it's a hundred percent. I would say a hundred percent worth it. All right. They come in different sizes, different shapes different companies and yeah. uh i guess speaking of different company uh normally every single wrestlemania has been in the united states with the or north america i should say uh wwe apparently is considering moving over the pond they might be considering london as a host for wrestlemania I we've said that so many times on this podcast that I think that it would be a fantastic idea. The only thing that you got to worry about time because we're in an East Coast market. Well, I mean, when they did the 
uh, what is it, the SummerSlam. Wimbledon and stuff. Yeah, I think they started at like one one p.m. or something, or three p.m. Um, I believe it. See. I think that they started around there. Uh, that's why during SummerSlam it was uh, a lot of light outside. Um, so are they four hours ahead of us? I know Israel is seven. I think they're four hours ahead of us. Mm -hmm. So you got to work with the time. If they can get the time, I'd be all for it. Yeah, I think you could totally get with the time. And I don't think that any, it's not like people in America are going to be like, oh, it's four, you're, it's four hours ahead. I'm not, I'm not watching it. I'm not ordering it. No, no, no. Hold on. I want it to start at 8 p.m. here. Oh. 100%. <laughs> I 100% want it to start at 8 p.m. here so that they got to go do what they got to do. Or it's 7 or 6, whatever you want to do. So then they would go into, like, late. No, hours. that's no, that's stupid. <laughs> well, what do you mean? Screw them. <laughs> then they don't get WrestleMania. No, I totally disagree with you. Totally, 100%. And I think you're insane for even suggesting such. Listen, right now, listen, 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 listen. Where You're going to tell me I'm going to watch WrestleMania at 1 p.m.? Is it five hours? Yeah. What time right is it now, in London? It's 9.39 over there. Is it? Yes. Maybe it's daylight savings or whatever? <laughs> it's 9.39 p.m. over there. And I think that we I meant, would... I meant on my phone, by the way. What? I meant daylight savings on my phone. I don't actually believe daylight savings over there. Well, I think that that would be totally idiotic. And I think that... It, then then that guess what, David? They don't get a WrestleMania. I disagree with you. Why, what makes you, why should they cater to you? Why not to the other fans of the uh, WWE universe? I mean, they've been catering to me my whole life. Oh, that's that's true. <laughs> well, something else. I mean, that is you true. know, I really I wouldn't mind watching WrestleMania at one p.m. I guess. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I think that it wouldn't make a difference. It's still going to sell. People are still going to watch it. Nobody's going to say, "Oh, WrestleMania starts early." I'm, you know, I'm not going to watch it. It's it's Sunday. I'm, it would just, I'm not going to watch it. It would just suck because it's like. WrestleMania is on and then it's over at like 6 p.m. and you're like, oh well. But then you can fill I it do? in with stuff. Who you knows? Know maybe that year, maybe that year they'll do WrestleMania during the day, and then you could always, uh, I don't know, you could always do an NXT event that late at night or some no, sort of a thing. No, no, no one's. You're not following NXT uh, WrestleMania. Well, you could you could air something that hasn't been aired. Yeah, I'm good on that. I'm just gonna watch WrestleMania for the for the five or six hours, and then I'm gonna not watch any more wrestling. <laughs> All right. Unless, well, unless they're gonna do that the panel again, yeah. the, the after show, and then I'm gonna maybe I'll be like, hey, you guys want to go out for dinner? No, that Brandon would be watching it. Uh, no, I'm, Kenny Omega. What do you mean? I'm not gonna. If it's over yeah. at 7 p.m. and I, I could be like, I can go out to dinner for at 7 p.m. or something. Yeah. Kenny Omega became the 13th man ever to headline the Tokyo Dome, Nippon Budokan, Sumo Hall, and Osaka Johal. Uh, Johal. So 100% oh, 
going to get yelled at by Chris Jericho. Uh, last time this was done was in 2001 by Nail, uh, Naya Ogawa. Uh, so 13th man to ever headline all of those main uh, places in Japan. So congratulations, Ken Omega. Dalton Castle re-signed with Ring of Honor. It was rumored that the uh, the Ring of Honor underdog, who hasn't held the title yet over there, was going to leave Ring of Honor to sign with WWE, but that is not the case. He re-signed with Ring of Honor. So will this lead into a title reign for him? Hopefully. Yeah, it's interesting. And it's also heavily rumored that this weekend we'll be seeing debuts on a house show. From yeah. There's rumors that Mike Bennett and Maria Canellis are going to be showing up uh, a potential SmackDown house show. But and it's rumored that they might even be starting Tuesday. Yeah, who knows? Uh, looking forward to that, though. New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Special is going to be taking place July 1st and 2nd in Long Beach, California. Uh, there's going to be a tournament for the first ever IWGP US Championship. Because now they're going to be doing a lot more New Japan Pro Wrestling over in the U.S. First round matches will be announced in the near future. So far, the only match announced is Jay Lethal taking on Hangman Page. Uh, wrestlers that will be competing in this, they have a ton of them. Some of them announced Michael Elkin, Tomohiro Ishii, Kenny Omega, Tetsuya Naito, uh, Jack Sabre Jr. Sorry, you said Jack? <laughs> Jack Sabre Jr. And uh, Juice Robinson. So far, also known as C.J. Parker. So that should be really cool to check out. I like when you go to say his name and then you like you stop with Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah. Because you're like, you, you want so badly to say Sabre Jr. I do. But whatever. Moving on from that to some independent wrestling results. On the 9th of June, you had Warriors of Wrestling, Women of Warriors 2, taking place in New York City. Willow Nightingale teamed up with C-Bunny to defeat Helen Vale and Catrid. Davian defeated Caitlin Diamond. Uh, Allie Rex defeated Casey Spinelli. Vanity defeated Skylar. For the Sabotage World Tag Team Championships, the champions, the Twisted Sisters, Successfully retaining those titles against Lufisto and Jordan Grace. And the WOW women's title on the line. Nikki Adams successfully defending against Tasha Steeles. Also on the ninth, Maryland Championship Wrestling. The second annual Slamboree in Joppa, Maryland took place. Uh, you have Bestia666 uh, defeated Kokoro. Uh, Greg Excellent defeated Danny Flamingo. Uh, the MCW Rage TV title, Fred Yehi. How did we find out? Yehi. Yehi defeated Dante yeah. Caballero via disqualification. A few, a few places that we've seen pronounce his name differently, so it's really tough to yeah, figure so, it out. So Fred is not the champion. It was DQ finish. Yeah. Uh, Team Wildcat Sports. Uh, Kirk Matthews and Jay Spade. Picked with victory over Team Russell Pro, Nikos Rikos, and Buster Jackson, and Team MCW, Drake Carter, and Sean Cannon. Leo Rush getting that victory over Jeff Cobb. Anthony Henry defeated Buku Do. For the MCW Tag Team Championships, champions, guns for hire, 
successfully retain those titles against the Dixon line. James Storm defeated Rayo. Team Famous defeated Team Winners. Yeah, Team Famous consisting of Jack Hager. Uh, Lance on Hawaii, Marcellus Prime. Is that not, that's Jack Swagger? Yep, that's Swagger. Stevie Richards and the Bruiser. And then Team Winners being Jeremiah, Ken Dixon, Kevin Matthews, Napalm Bomb, and the MCW champion, Sean Studd. Uh, On the ninth, Five Borough Wrestling, three-year anniversary in New York City. Uh, You had Bobby Fish defeat Chris Dickinson. Uh, Why did you skip over the other one? I figured you the the title after. Oh. One of the titles. Uh, Matt McIntosh defeated Alan Lee Travis, Chris Payne, and Tyler Murphy. Talon defeated Rex Lawless. Uh, Caveman and Space Monkey teamed up and defeated, or yeah, I guess they teamed up and defeated Ethan Page. Yeah, it was a handicap match. Papadon defeated Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Danny Garvin defeated Iceberg, Orion Dove, and Pyro Pulse. Tier 1 title on the line. Uh, Darius Carter defeated Joe Gacy. The Five Bar Wrestling Tag Team Championships on the line. AJ Spector teaming up with Bear Bronson, champions, defeating Bam Sullivan and Logan Black. And the Five Borough Wrestling Heavyweight title on the line. Anthony Gangon defeated Mike Mike Verna to become the new Five Borough Wrestling Champion. On the 10th, Warriors of Wrestling Extreme Heat in New York City. The Apostles of Chaos and Logan Black defeated those guys in Juba. Abdul Nasir defeated Raymond Daniels. Darius Carter defeated Jay George. Brooke Adams and Nikki Adams, two different spellings, defeated Caitlin Diamond and Catrid. The Wife Beaters defeated the Twisted Sisters. Uh, tag Team Battle Royal was won by the Perfect Strangers. And then they went on to lose their Tag Team title opportunity against the Experience by DQ. Yeah. Um, and then the Wow No Limits title was online. Chris Banks defeated Joey Ace, Just Neff, and Sonny Kiss. And the Heavyweight Championship, Jason Karloff, the champion, successfully retaining that title against Chris Steeler. CZW Combat Zone Wrestling Tournament of Death 16 took place in Townsend, Delaware on the 10th. The finals saw Jimmy Havoc defeat Connor Claxton in a Tournament of Death match, 16 finals, no ropes, no canvas, barbed wire, light tube match. Sounds, uh, so sounds, much. I was going to say, sounds almost like a uh, Kenny Chesney song. <laughs> yeah, so much took place during this event. A lot of blood, a lot of action. Um, and then on the 10th, you also had, that wasn't the only tournament taking place, International Wrestling Cartel Super Indy 16 taking place in Elizabeth, Pennsylvania. Uh, the final saw Adam Cole defeat Jonathan Grisham, the champion, uh, to, and Adam Cole to become the new uh, the champion. Um, you also had Britt Baker defend her championship against Penelope Ford and so much more. Uh, Joey uh, Joe Janela defeated... Cole Cabana, and then Adam Cole defeated Joey Ryan. So much more. Mike Orlando was involved. Um, and then on the 11th, Tier 1 Wrestling, Brooklyn, New York City. Uh, Sonny Kiss defeated Anthony Henry. Uh, Federated Wrestling defeated the American Destroyers. The LDN Capital Wrestling Championship on the line. Alan Lee Travis defeated Cooley K and Mike Law. The Tier 1 Tag Team Championships were on the line. Mike Verna and Stock K, the champion, successfully retaining those titles against Jordan Grace and Lefisto. Johnny Silver defeated Ace Romero, uh, Chris Dickinson, and Flip Gordon. Logan Black defeated CPA via disqualification. 
Tier 1 title on the line, Darius Carter defeated ACH. Homicide picked up that victory over JT Dunn. Low-key defeated Penta El Sierra Miedo. And you've been getting better. Uh, tier 1 title on the line, Mike Verna defeated Darius Carter, new champion. Yeah, so awesome stuff taking place over at uh, Tier 1 Wrestling. Uh, new Japan Pro Wrestling, Dominion took place in Asuka, uh, Asuka Osaka. Japan. Osaka. Osaka. Yeah, Osaka, Japan. I, uh, on the 11th, Tiger Mask. Good luck. Yeah, Tiger Mask, Tiger Mask, W, Togi, Makabe, uh, and Nagata defeated Tenkoji, Weiger, and Takanishi. Well, that was a lot easier than I. It was a different match, I guess, right? <laughs> the never open weight six man tag team championships were on the line in a five way gauntlet match. Uh, Los Ingobernables stage upon successfully retaining those titles, defeating Chaos, uh, Toro Yanu, uh, well, that's the Chaos, <laughs> successfully uh, defeating Chaos, Bullet Club, Suzuki Gun, uh, and then Juice Robinson, Ricochet, and Taguchi. Taguchi. The IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team title on the line, the Young Bucks successfully defeating Rapanji Vice to become the champions. Yeah, well, look at that. Yeah, I uh, also, yeah, also the IWGP Tag Team titles on the line. Uh, Gorillas of Destiny defeated War Machine to become the new champions over there. Michael Elgin lost to Cody Rhodes. IW or Cody, whatever you want to call yeah. him. Yeah, IWGP Junior Heavyweight title on the line. Kushida defeated Takahashi. Uh, the Never Open open Weight Championship was defended in a lumber Lumberjack death match. Suzuki... Successor retaining that title, defeating Goto. Yeah, IWGP IC title on the line. Tanahashi defeated Naito to become the champion. And the IWGP Heavyweight Championship was defended in a match. Kenny Omega versus the champion Okada went to a time limit, 60 limit, 60 minute limit, time log, limit draw, whatever you want. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I went to a draw. Uh, apparently the match was amazing. <laughs> Gotta watch that at some point. Upcoming wrestling events taking place on the 23rd. Ring of Honor Best in the World in Lowell, Massachusetts. Ring of Honor World Title Online. Christopher Daniels defending against Cody. The Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships. The Young Bucks will be defending those titles against the IWGP Champions. The XIWGP Champions. <laughs> uh, the, War the Ring of Honor and IWGP Tag Team Champions. The Young Bucks will be defending those titles against the War Machine. Yeah. Ring of Honor World 6, man, tag team titles online. But Bully Ray and the Briscoes defending against Dalton Castle and the boys. Silas Young will be taking on Jay Lethal, Hangman Page, taking on Frankie Kazarian. The Kingdom will be taking on Ultimo Guerrero and El Terrible. Terrible. And, <laughs> and so much more. Marty Skrull, Kushida, The Rebellion, Search and Destroy, and more. House of Hardcore 30 in Victoria, no. Australia. The 23rd? On the 23rd, I believe, in wrestling in Orlando, Florida, the Florida heavyweight champion Josh Hess, Jesse Neal, Amber Nova, Braden Knight, Rex Backus, Aaron Epic, so many more. Check out I Believe in Wrestling on June 23rd in Orlando, Florida. And then overseas, House of Hardcore 30 in Victoria, Australia on the 23rd. Hardcore Rules, Jake Haggard, uh, also known as Jack Swagger, taking on Tommy Dreamer and MVP. Matt Cross will be taking on Andy Phoenix. Billy Gunn taking on Bull James. Swaggle will be taking on Muhammad Ali Vaez. 
Uh, Cole Cabana, Ryan Nemeth, and so much more are going to be there. Also in Morfittville, Australia, the next day, they're going to have surprise former WWE Tag Team uh, Champions taking on Tommy Dreamer and, and MVP. Were the Bushwhackers champions? Uh, no. So I, I'm assuming it's Spirit Squad. I was going to say, so Spirit Squad versus Tommy Dreamer yeah. and MVP. Jake Hager versus Billy Gunn. Cole Cabana uh, taking on Muhammad Ali Vase. Uh, Swaggle will be taking on Ryan Nemeth. Does Ryan yeah. Nemeth wrestle still? Uh, yeah. I No, I don't, I think it's very rare. But Bull James, Matt Cross, and so much more are going to be there. Russell Circus, a dive hard with vengeance in Austin, Texas on the 24th. Ringmaster Championship going to be on the line. Brian Cage taking on Sammy Guevara. For the first time ever, Adam Cole will be teaming up with Britt Baker to take on Sammy Callahan and Jessica Havoc. Boyfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah, boyfriend, girlfriend matchups. Big top tag team title on the line. Gorillas of Destiny going to be defending against Rapunji Vice. Scorpio Sky taking on Jeff Cobb. Lady of the Ring Championship on the line. Rachel Ellering defending against Mia Yim. Red Dragon will be taking on Lucha Bros. John Morrison taking on Luchasaurus. Uh, Pro Wrestling Revolver Open Invite Championship match. You're going to be seeing the champion Joey Ryan taking on... Uh, right? This is... is this? Yeah, Jake Christ, uh, Jason Cade, Tessa Blanchard, Laura Claire James, Leva Bates, Delilah Doom, Brody King, and a ton more. Uh, Carnival Cash and Ladder Match, Shane Strickland taking on Mr. 450, Leo Rush, and Desmond Xavier. And the Glory Pro Crown of Glory Championship, Myron Reed, the champion, will be taking on Michael Elgin. Yeah, the 25th, Progress Chapter 50. I give it six months in the UK. Well, that's it's taking place in the UK. Oh, I was the like, title the, is I, I give like, it six you, months. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, I thought you were saying you give it six months until like progress is like officially like all their it, rosters drained or whatever. Yeah, right. Uh, progress tag team title on the line. Mustache Mountain taking on the champions taking on CCK. Progress Women's Championship match. Tony Storm taking on Kaylee Ray. The London Riots taking on the Origin. Jimmy Havoc and Mark Haskins teaming up to take on the Origin. Yeah, so that's going to be the other uh, half of the Origin. On the uh, 25th of June, Northeast Wrestling in... It's going to be the Big Bethany Bash in Bethany, Connecticut. The new champion, Cody Rhodes, will be taking on War King Hansen. JT Dunn taking on Vinny Marseglia. The Graysons taking on Adrenaline Rush. Red Hollister taking on Flip Gordon. Rex Lawless taking on Ron Zombie. Maxwell Jacob Friedman taking on Jake Manning. And Chris Battle will be taking on Wrecking Ball of Gursky. Check that out in Bethany, Connecticut. North yeah, also, also on the 26th, at, uh, not also, but on the 26th, the next day, NYWC New York Wrestling Connection on the mile. Taking place on the Nautical Mile in Freeport, New York. No matches announced, but it's going to be taking place at Tropics. So go check that out. That should be a lot of fun. They're going to be showing Monday Night Raw right after the event. So check that out. Right now we have a musical interlude for you. Yeah, this is Cousin Jay Lewis. But he goes by Jay Lewis. <laughs> uh, this song is titled Pleasant Street. You will enjoy this. So You get will ready. enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> Sit back and relax and enjoy Pleasant Street. And we'll be right back. Here on Marking Out.
And turn until I sleep. Dream about most everything. Told you we'd be right back. So that was Jay Lewis, song titled Pleasant Street. Thank you very much for allowing us to play this song and share it with our listeners. If you enjoyed this song, and if you didn't enjoy this song, you should still keep in touch with Jay Lewis. Go follow him. Check him out, soundcloud.com slash I'm Jay Lewis. Reverb Nation. Uh, there, you can go check him out on there. Everything is for purchase over there. Uh, you can also purchase his songs Up and Lost. Go like him on Facebook, facebook.com slash I'm Jay Lewis. And you can find him on Bandcamp, playjlewis.bandcamp.com. So once again, thank you very much, Jay Lewis. Uh, and if you would like to be featured as a musical interlude, please send us an email, markingout1 at gmail.com. We would be happy to play your stuff on our podcast and give you some, uh, some exposure and help you out a little bit. I'd like to think that one day we'll, we'll be as like – at that level where we'll be like, oh, and here's the new single by Taylor Swift. There, right? <laughs> well, I'm talking about new singles. Shania Twain has a new single out. I enjoyed it. Did you? Yeah, I, you know what? Part of me, at first, I didn't think I was going to enjoy it, but then I, it caught me. It's funny because when I was listening to it, I was like, there's no way he's going to like this. I thought at first it was very poppy, and then I started to get the, like, the country vibe a little bit. But it was kind of like it's like kind of like her up album, like yeah. it would fit on there, you know. Yeah. But le- looking forward to hearing what else is on this CD for Shania Twain. Which is like that's like just me with Miley Cyrus's new album, because it's like that new that song of hers, Malibu. It's like it sounds poppy, but it's like underneath everything, it's kind of country. Yeah, don't let it fool you. Well, all right. 
that's Jay Lewis, Shania Twain. They will be uh, teaming up together at some point and down the line. Maybe. I don't know. Rumors. Lindsay Lohan. Um, all right. Let's talk about something. Monday Night Nitro. Which kickoff? Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar opening the show. Yada, yada, yada. Samoa Joe comes out. They have a pull-apart brawl. Hey, we called it. Um, I just think more was needed from it, though. Like you, I mean, I'm not taking anything away from Heath Slater, but you had Heath Slater holding Brock Lesnar back. But then let's, I mean, where's Heath Slater's also not, title shot? Let's also not forget the fact that we saw Dash Wilder make his return to the ring. Oh, he was this. in that. Yeah. Really. Yeah, he was one of the people holding back everyone. I did not even was, notice him. I, I was surprised that that's how we were going to do an in-ring that's return. That's absolutely stupid. Yeah, Dash Wilder's in-ring return was to separate them. Uh, Curtis Axel, I saw that he was involved. Yeah, I feel like yeah, at one point he just like gave up and walked off. Yeah, I feel like that would have been funny if someone actually did that. I No, I, was, I, I really think that's what... I felt like I remember seeing that. Really? I have yeah. to rewatch that now because that's really funny. Yeah, but well, I think there should have been more with that pull-apart brawl. I appreciated it. I appreciated what, the fact that they did What more did he want? I, it just needed to be more brutal. Like, there's no way you're telling me Heath Slater was the person that held, held – like, these guys shouldn't have been able to be held back as much as they well, could Well, I mean, have. they weren't as successful – they weren't so successful with holding them back. But they still in the end did. Like, Titus O'Neil, yes, but, like, if you're not giving the strap to Heath Slater, then he shouldn't have been able to hold back Brock Lesnar. Nah. Um, yeah, well, this led into our next match. It didn't really lead into it. So but it's another Elias next match. Sam- our first match. Yeah, the first match. Elias Samson was out there cutting his little spiel, doing his little concert, interrupted by Dean Ambrose, went into this match. I really... Uh, Dean, uh, Elias Samson picking up the victory. I'm a fan of this aggression that Samson is showing during his matches. And it's it's funny because like I continue to think he's just gonna like go out there and and job to Ambrose. I was expecting it, but like he continues to pick up victories. He ro- he hit him with like rocked him with a nice clothesline that was like just full, like a freight train just plowing through, and I was just right. like, wow, that yeah. looked really good. I'm all aboard. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I am all aboard on on the Samson stuff. Yeah, I Miz, I, Miz I, came I, out though. Miz came out with Maurice. They distracted Dean Ambrose, and uh, I mean, Miz accidentally knocked off. Or no, that was later on. Yeah. No, no, that that was during this, where where no. it ended up it ended up being that little chase of the Miz. Yeah, no, I was thinking later on where Maurice got knocked off the apron. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, so I liked how they like Ambrose just beat the ten count. Like he was paying attention to Miz, and the ref's like nine, and then Ambrose was like goes to get into the ring. Maurice like holds him, whereas if yeah. he almost missed it, and then boom, gets into the ring, and then immediately gets hit with the. I mean, they call it a swinging neck breaker. Yeah, I want to say I refuse to call it that, but. Whatever. And then uh, backstage, Miz yelled at Kurt Angle saying that he wants Angle to do something with Ambrose. And Angle's like, you know what? I got my own stuff going on. Deuce, if you want something done, do it yourself. 
Yeah. But it's, well, like, weird because how did that, like, how did it turn into a tag team match? Oh, right. I didn't Never get, mind, because Rhino did it. Yeah, but what I didn't like with all, I thought that this entire Chasing the Miz went on way too long. Like, during that match, maybe it was only, like, 30 seconds. Well, that's, well, I mean, you had to, I, 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 I just felt like that took, seconds. wait, I don't know. I don't know. It felt like it was taking way too long. It felt like it's, you had to get the ten count up. Yeah, but it just felt it just felt way too long. Maybe Samson should have been outside of the ring with him, but having Samson and Amber separated for so long just for a chase sequence, it was just it took me out of it. I felt like a lot of Monday Night Raw was like nothing though. Uh, yeah. Like up next, you had you had a backstage segment. Um, Alicia Fox was FaceTiming Noam Dar and Dar was, went up to Cedric Alexander and he was like, I want a match or whatever. And, and Cedric's like, I thought I told you I was done with this. And then he's like, I'm done with this after tonight. And Fox was like, no, you're not doing this. You're not doing this. And he wouldn't listen. Had the whole phone gimmick on the way to the ring. Like Tyler Breeze with I Alicia Fox on. Yeah. I, I, I'm the, he did this, uh, same thing on 205 live. Um, We've never seen anybody do that before. I'm 100% a fan of that. Never seen anybody FaceTime someone else, like a valet or a manager, during their ent- during their match. Yeah. And she, I thought it was yeah, really good. She, she kept yelling because she had no clue what happened to him. He got dropped. One, two, three. It was like a five-second match. Yeah, big win for Cedric Alexander. I thought, I, thought, um, I thought the interaction between Dar and Alicia Fox was fun. Yeah, uh, right before this, you also you had Goldust cutting a promo. Uh, it's the same same spiel about Goldust, but it's still old Goldust, which I will but not complain about. I I go back and forth because it's like, yeah, it's awesome, but at the same same point in time, it's like, can you have a match based on only promos? I'm gonna say yes because they already had the the build with the Goldust attacking R-Truth. And the other thing is, where are you going to fit this in? Exactly, if you do, yeah, I don't know. If you do, I think that if you're going to have anybody have a match based off of a heel turn and then promos, I feel like Goldust and R-Truth are the two that can do that. I feel like there should be like mind games involved too with Goldust, not just like yes. I quote movies and I quote movies back. Yes, I agree with you. I would like to see more mind games and everything like that. But let's see what happens during the match. Maybe he will come out with that wig. Maybe he will go for uh, just his old routine, you know. Um, but, yeah, that happened. Also, next up, you had Bray Wyatt cutting a promo. Calls out Seth Rollins. But like, I, yeah. I don't really understand what they're doing with Bray Wyatt. Which just seems to be like since Bray Wyatt's debut on the main roster, the thing to think, or the the way to feel. Like I don't understand what they're doing with him. Yeah. Seth Rollins came out. They spoke back and forth, and Bray disappeared. And then, and he then the lights the screen again. Yeah. So it's like I don't like. And apparently they had they showed the air the Bray Wyatt uh, entrance or intro, including Randy Orton. Really. It wasn't his new one. It was the one with. Featuring Randy Orton from SmackDown that he was using. Well, I would believe that. Um, yeah, so I agree with you. This did nothing for me. Uh, next up, I was a fan of this. Uh, Cruz and Titus O'Neil, part of the Titus O'Neil brand, picked up the victory over Kalisto, Akira Tazawa at ringside for not, this. Not ringside specifically, sitting ringside, though. 
Got to got to yes, hook up it, with that front row ticket. Yeah, I was a big fan of this. After the uh, Cruz picked up the victory, I left. O'Neill went right over to Tazawa and like forcefully lifted him up over the barricade, <laughs> like he was lifting a little kid out yeah. of the first row to bring you into the ring. Like I was, <laughs> and then he was like, when they went to take the selfie and everything, he's all like confused, like what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was a big fan of that. I thought that was funny. I thought the the end of the match was really good too, where Kalisto went for the the springboard elbow and got caught, and then Cruz right into the him. finisher. Yeah, that was good. I That's like the was, thing when I was saying I, like, I, with like last week, if like Tazawa and and Cruz down the line go against like Cesaro and Sheamus, I'd be all for stuff like that. Yeah, I feel like. Putting them together, it's great building for them and also great building for Titus O'Neil. And I still love the fact that the, both of these wrestlers aren't working heel. Right, yeah. Like, Cruz isn't working as a heel. He's working as just a determined face that wants to make a name for himself. While Titus O'Neil, he is, like, being a heel-like uh, figure. And I'm, I'm a big fan of this. It's, it is unfortunate that Titus O'Neil... Well, actually, we have been seeing him in the ring as well. So yeah, it, and it's like it's it's such like a one eighty. It's like it's working. The the stuff that they're doing with O'Neill, I think, is working. And like for me, it's like Darren Young and Bob Backlund. But that just for whatever, like that just that was not good. That's not that would never work. No, never made sense. This makes sense. I yeah, big fan of this. Up next, this is when that tag team match got set up. Miz was looking, although I don't really understand the segment fully, but uh, yeah, Miz went up to Heath Slater asking him to join his entourage, and he said he could have anything he wants. Just ask for it. Slater's like, you know what? I've always wanted to be Intercontinental Champion when I, since I was a kid, and Miz goes, you know what? If you join me, I'll make sure that someday you get that title shot. And Rhino's like, well, he already has a tag team partner and then challenged Miz to a tag team match. Which kind of stinks. I mean, like, I don't understand that. I would fully. be pissed if I was Slater. I'd be like, dude, I had a. <laughs> I had an IC championship match. You just got me booked. Yeah. What, what are you doing, Rhino? But that kind of ties in still afterwards. Um, but after this segment, you saw Alexa Bliss come out starting cutting a promo, which I guess to me didn't really make sense. Like, well, I don't understand. Why did she mention the Money in the Bank match? I... And like She goes like, oh, this Sunday there's a female, first ever women's Money in the Bank ladder match. But this is Monday night. Or no, but this is tonight. Okay. Yeah. You're not even on that brand. You're not even in that match. But Nia Jax came out. She gets in Alexa Bliss's face. Mickey James and Dana Brooke come out, which had me wishing WWE had way better writers than they do. Uh, and I think the best part of this segment was the fact that Emma returned because she, I think she's the only person that should be the next champion. I'm going to agree to disagree with you. Well, I, well, first of all, I mean, obviously I don't see Emma versus bliss ever happening. Okay. But all right. So like, I mean, there's gotta be some champion in between there. Well, this led into the match. But yeah, Sasha Banks was out there also, and they all brawled. Yeah. And it led into the match where Dana Brooke, Mickey James, and Sasha Banks defeated Alexa Bliss, Emma, and Nia Jax. Now, this is where I disagree. I do like that Emma returned, and as she should, she's a heel. But she picked up, she's the loss. 
She got locked in but the big it's statement. it's not her fault. No, she Bliss, lost Bliss because bailed. of Alexa Bliss. Yeah, Alexa but Bliss still, bailed. But she still got it placed on her. Uh, but I was obviously had, she still tapped out to the big statement. It's it seems like they're building up Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks, which is going to do nothing but, for Emma. Which is why I am like, I don't think she should have been in this. But in the same sense, um, the end of that match had five women looking back at Alexa Bliss. Yeah. They seemed like they were ECW and WCW, and Alexa Bliss was WWF. Yeah. So, um. I don't know. Maybe we'll see some sort of six-person, six six-woman scramble, something. Probably some gimmick. TLC match or whatever. I don't know. Next up, you had Slater, Rhino, pick with the victory over The Miz and a bear. Yeah. Uh, the entire time, it was the Miz played it up as if the bear, the bear. was Dean Ambrose, but I was a he had no. T- I love the fact that he the Miz was given no time at all to even attack the bear, look at the bear, or even have any verbal altercation with the bear because he had this initial talk about that's Dean Ambrose, and then from that moment on, Enzo and Cass were on him like crazy and gave him no time you, to you even mean, acknowledge that bear Heath again. Slater, Heath Slater and Rhino, bro. Oh, yeah, sorry. I, I was looking below. Yeah, but Slater and Rhino gave him no time to even acknowledge that bear, and I loved it. I liked when the bear was actually in the match and Heath Slater was going against it and like the he was just like slapping. The bear was yeah. just slapping Heath Slater. I thought that was really funny. He locked in a bear hug. But yeah, then Miz eventually attacked the bear and Slater helped the bear and yeah as soon as he helps him up boom dirty deeds well the bear was un- revealed to not be dean ambrose on the outside of the ring what uh yeah it was revealed to not be dean ambrose it was re- revealed to when the miss was attacking him outside of the ring he took I off his mask did not see that yeah he took off his mat his, the the hood the the head and it wasn't Dean Ambrose. It was just a random person. What? Dude, that's blowing that he, my mind. I watched it twice. I don't I don't even know how it's like yeah, that video where like you like there's random people walking and then all of a sudden there's a bear walking and you like you don't notice it. You know <laughs> yeah, that video, it was outside right? Of the ring. I did not see that at all. That's and that super video was weird. a gorilla. What? It was a gorilla? Yeah, it was a gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> it was a person in a gorilla outfit. Okay. But yeah, that's I didn't notice that at all. Yeah, which kind of confused maybe, me because maybe once he that's got back why, in the ring. Then maybe the that's why this match didn't make sense completely to me. Well, I mean, the overall it didn't make sense to me as to why the bear was chosen as the tag team partner and who picked it. Um, but next up, you had you were supposed to have. But yes, Mercedes. wait, that's when Maurice got knocked off the apron. Though. Oh yeah. So Ambrose is causing some trouble in paradise there. Yeah, I mean, but Heath Slater got the win, so maybe he'll. I mean, he defeated Miz, so. But he also got hit with the dirty deeds. Yeah, but could he potentially like he defeated Miz? He yeah. defeated the Intercontinental Champion. In my mind, you defeat a champion, you become number one contender. I don't know if that could play into a factor with the being a tag team match and all the gimmicks surrounding this. Yeah, well. But next up, you had Rich Swan. Supposedly taking on Neville, the champion, but Neville attacking Rich Swan 
when his back was turned before the even the match even started, uh, leading to it becoming a no contest. Um, and, and then, then Neville got on the mic, and apparently Titus O'Neil <laughs> earlier that night tweeted out to Neville, uh, pretty much challenging him for for speaking for Tazawa and Neville. I presume uh, accepting. Yeah. So Titus O'Neil brand doing doing the job. Yeah. Uh, next up, the club picked up the victory over Cass and Enzo. Um, Once again, before Cass yeah, back before backstage. The, yeah, but like, and the revival—that's when they were they were there walking backstage there. Um, but like, I feel like you know what? I don't know. I just feel like this is dragging on too long. I agree. They Should have had, found out already. They had Enzo and Cass. Oh, not Enzo and Cass. You had Enzo getting attacked by the club after the match. And Big Show came out to make the save. And then Cass gets into the ring, and it's like, like clearly I think we're going to see Cass versus Big Show or something. Yeah, I think this is – I mean, even after the match, Big Show was bad-mouthing Cass about his taking partner. I mean, bad, yeah, bad-mouthing Cass to Enzo. And you could even tell after the match where Big Show picked up the victory and everything – uh, Cass was like eyeing Enzo being like, dude, what are you doing? Like, I'm your tag team partner, not him. Yeah. So, uh, something is going to probably happen with Cass and Big Show. Unfortunately, it's going to involve Big Show, but hopefully it's to put over Cass. Uh, and maybe this is going to be the start of Cass turning heel and separate himself from Enzo. Maybe they're going to put Big Show along to tag team with Enzo. In the meantime, while Cass pursues singles. Uh, yeah, it could be. Uh, next up, you had Cesaro and Sheamus, the main event, the champions, taking on the Hardy Boys and defeating the Hardy Boys. Well, in tag mean, team. Not, uh, well, not yeah, really. It was but... a draw. Uh, it was a count out in a two out of three falls match. Sheamus picked up the first victory over Jeff, and then Matt picked up the victory over Cesaro. So 1-1. One, one, and, yeah. And then they had the count out. But, yep. uh... I I like I like that I guess because it just I mean it furthers because I, I I thought the match at Extreme Rules was good yeah and I like this match so I want more of this so now you get what's next like what's the next stipulation going to be yeah the cage you had the two out of three no clue only time's going to tell I thought that reversal that Cesaro did when he did the uh, Went for the neutralizer, and Matt Hardy reversed it, and he just rolled right through the reversal into that the sharpshooter. A lot of good action going on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you even had Jeff Hardy rock nailing the Swanton Bomb, which could have ended the match, but it didn't. Um, yeah. All right, so that was Monday Night Raw. Time to talk about some SmackDown. Uh, opening it up with New Day cutting a promo and making their, their entrance with uh, – <laughs> A New Orleans band? I don't know why they didn't save that something like that for Mania. Like well, they're I mean, in New Orleans for WrestleMania next year. I don't think it was so necessary for this tonight, for that well, for SmackDown. Well, that's why they did it. I mean, they that's why they, they even made mention of it, that this is New Orleans band, which is the site of WrestleMania next year. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, so they cut a promo about how they want to win the titles at Money in the Bank, and then they want to walk into WrestleMania, which is 10 months, by the way, from yeah. this promo. 
as champions. So they're in there for the long haul, at least. Uh, at yeah. least trying. But uh, the Usos came out, followed by Brazongo, and they got cut off by the Colognes. So I feel like a majority of this was a waste of time. But Yeah, led into the match, Brazongo and the New Day with Big E, defeating uh, Colognes and Usos. Which I enjoyed this. I enjoyed uh, the teaming of New Day and Brazongo. Yeah, they're working really well together. And this is Kofi Kingston's uh, return to the ring, official return. Yeah, and New Day, picked is, up, New Day picked up the victory with that backbreaker and foot stomp. Yeah, uh, the up, up, down, down. Um, so it was an entertaining match, very entertaining. Uh, next up, backstage, you had Sami Zayn, Nakamura, and AJ Styles. Knock, uh, a, uh, Sami Zayn pretty much cutting a promo by himself. AJ and Nakamura just shaking their head, being like, what are you talking about? Once again, delusional Sami Zayn. Being like, oh, you know, c- coming up with this game plan, they're probably going to start off with Kevin Owens, which means that I should probably do this, and you should probably do this, you should do this. And I'm like, where are you going with Sami Zayn's character right I mean, now? That's what indie workers do, so. <laughs> no? I don't get it. Like, that's that's how they plan out their match. Oh. but It's just very delusional, um, once again. And it's funny, because, like, Nakamura was on, on Talking Smack after... Oh, man. Yeah, dude, watch that if you haven't seen it. I, I saw a clip of him uh, unintentionally saying that Dolph Ziggler is going to Japan. No, I don't think – he didn't say Dolph Ziggler is going to Japan. I think he said Dolph Ziggler would be good in Japan. No, he, he said should. going. Did he, he's, though? I don't yeah, think he, he said, did. He said he's going to – yeah, he said he's – I watched it earlier. He said he's going to Japan. And then uh, Renee Young says, wow, breaking news, oh. which – I think it's kind of weird, but I think it's just it's broken English. I mean, English is not his first language. My understanding was that Dolph Ziggler would be good in Japan. I, I think he said he's going to Japan. I'll have to rewatch he, that. He, he said something about he wouldn't be surprised with if Ziggler goes to Japan. But even, but I mean, even still, Renee, Rea, Renee Young's reaction of the wow breaking news, uh, it's just it was just awful. Um, but something not awful, Zack Ryder made his return. Uh, surprising Mojo. The Hypros are back in action. Going to be back in action on Sunday. Looking forward to them. Very happy. Uh, next up, you had Naomi picking the victory over to Mina. Lana was present at ringside. Uh, Naomi picked up the victory with the split-legged moonsault. And then Lana attacking blind tiny. Uh, Naomi, right after the match. Yeah, she hit that sit-out spine buster. Sky is... high? No. No? I Isn't that a that. sky high? No. Well, I mean, that's the... I mean, a sky high is a sit-out spine buster, but... Yeah, she hit... Yeah, she rocked the sky didn't... high. Nah, it was different. She, her leg was up and her... I think she had the leg up. And then she had the... Is it a hammerlock? No, she yeah, hit her the... arm... Naomi's arm was behind her back. I don't... I don't recall the I'm telling arm you, behind the back. Was, I'm telling you, it was it was not exactly like D'Lo Brown. I thought it was a sky high, but not, if the no, arms, exactly. if, if there was a hammer lock in there, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, it was different. Uh, but it's like it's, I don't like when they when they have Naomi and Tamina do stuff and they don't mention Team Bad. It just doesn't make sense. Like that's the history. Like they, I just, I don't know. It and, was annoying. And one of them retweeted someone. Uh, New Day was wearing a Team Bad T-shirt the other day. And I think Sasha Banks or Naomi, someone retweeted it. But I don't I, – I, I'll get it to that. Never mind. Uh, I, 
I'm going to buy Lana. I'm intrigued to see what's going to happen. Do you see her as an actual contender, though? Do you think that she could, that Ravishing Lana can maybe pull this off? Well, I... From what I've seen so far, world. from what I've seen so far, based on like the NXT stuff, I don't like the gimmick. Uh huh. But like, I was I like that move that she did. I mean, can she shock the world? It would be a huge shocker. Um, what happens if she shocks the world? Huh? What happens if Lana wins, and then that causes Naomi to enter herself into the Money in the Bank contest? That would never happen. All right. Uh, and and next, most likely, I would assume it would be the Money in the Bank first and then the Women's Championship match. I would just assume that. Oh, yeah. Maybe. But it's funny because, like, go figure. The fans get Lana and they chant, we want Rusev. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, next up you had Jinder Mahal uh, cutting a promo on Randy Orton. Randy Orton coming out of nowhere, hitting with an RKO, exiting through the crowd. What else? That's uh, it, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I like I like that they're building him up from like being the hometown. He's gonna have like legends there to support him and stuff. So I think with if that like if they have like a lot of legends and stuff that Jinder gets over and, and defeats Orton, I think that's good for him. I think last time they were in St. Louis, uh, Randy Orton's home crowd, Randy Orton lost. I think on a pay per view. Like, I, I just think like even more so with like his dad there. They got Larry the Axe Henning supposedly going to be there. Gerald Briscoe might be there. Greg Gagne. Why? I guess just just like Randy Orton's crowd. It's like their hometown boys also or whatever. Are they? I, I mean, I assume. I mean, I think so. Mister Perfect was from Minnesota. Oh yeah, you're right. I guess it's just the same crowd. I don't know. Those, those I, I don't the guys. I don't know that they're just. I don't. Family I don't friends. get the reasoning know. to bring them in. Uh, what's the difference with bringing them in than there is with Gronkowski? He's going to have the altercation at ringside. I in think their that's face. completely different though, because Gronkowski has no history in WWE. These guys have tons of history in WWE. I'm. It's like I it's like care, an old I, school mindset of. I, I could really care less about the. Legends. There, I said it. Again, it's couldn't. I'm not a fan of watching them. It's couldn't care less, but... I couldn't care less. But I don't know. I just... They're not, like, gonna be physically, like... Absolutely physically in the match. Expect one or two things, maybe. Like a punch or a... A fruit juice yeah, in the don't face. don't care for that. Don't care for that. I, think, uh, I just think it's better if... if Jinder Mahal gets a victory over Randy Orton. In, in his hometown with all these legends surrounding him. Agreed. Hopefully he does win. Uh, next up, you had Charlotte Flair pick up the victory over Natalia. Natalia as a heel, I do not buy at all. Still, I mean, she constantly posts on Twitter all this. <laughs> like, I feel like she's just like this bubbly, happy-go-lucky woman. She seems like one of the nicest people in WWE. Cat. Huh? She seems like one of the nicest people in WWE. Yeah. So how are we supposed to buy into her being a heel? But I, I mean, just, I just want them to stop putting this match on. It worked I, once in NXT. Yeah, you had your mood salt, natural selection. I mean, what else is there? Natalia's not all that great in my opinion. I don't I don't Eric, see I don't that, see how this sold the ladder match. I don't. I don't either. Same thing with uh, Naomi and Tamita. 
I like or just Tamina in general being that it's just that did nothing for. No, awful hype. But speaking of stuff that's not awful, up next we saw the Fashion Files, um, which that that to me the Fashion Files helps my morale. When I watch SmackDown and like I agree, I just have is... to sit through Charlotte versus Natalia. Then they give me the Fashion yeah. Files. It's just like. That's I would rather watch two hours of Fashion Files. I agree. Now this this episode on the background they had Generico, right? It was Sami Zayn. He was pictured, yeah. and it, underneath it said Generic, which was funny. And then on like a post-it note, it says needs a mask. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. But Breeze Breeze was attacked, and Fandango's like, "Who? What happened?" He goes, "I was attacked by two monsters," and he's like describing them to Fandango. And he draws them, and Breeze goes, that's who it was. And he leaves the drawing on the floor with two sick figures. It's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. So very I, I, very I, good writing. I appreciate the work that goes into this. You know what? At least someone has good writing around a storyline back there. Yeah. And at least it's... Because up next, up next, I don't think was good writing at all. Mm-mm. You had AJ Styles teamed up with Sami Zayn and Nakamura to take on and defeat Kevin Owens, Baron Corbin, and Dolph Ziggler. Baron Corbin, who made light of the fact that all his t-shirts have a wolf on it? Was that Kevin Owens? Uh, I think so. They just released another Baron Corbin shirt with a wolf on it again. Is anybody? I was just. Is anybody like, buying Baron Corbin shirts? Like, yeah, I don't understand. Like, I like there are people who wear wolves on their wolves on their shirts. Yeah, the guy from uh, what's his face from uh, the Hangover. Alan. Yeah, Alan wears a T-shirt of wolves, the Three Wolves shirt. I really don't get it. I don't understand why they're doing this so much because no one buys his T-shirts. I don't like. Well, you don't know if people buy it or not. I I've never seen anybody. I, I'm not wear it. It's funny Have because you? like I, I would say like I wouldn't I wouldn't not buy a T-shirt with a wolf on it. Uh, the only reason why I would uh, buy a t-shirt with a wolf on it is because of us. Because that's yeah. we end the show every week for years now. <laughs> but yeah, so this match, I don't think it was the best way to end leading into a pay-per-view. Yeah. But Sami Zayn got the win, and uh, Ziggler attacked him and AJ Styles after. Yeah. Kevin Owens grabbed the ladder. They used it on Sami Zayn. They used it on AJ Styles. And then Baron Corbin knocked both uh, uh, Kevin Owens and Dolph Ziggler out, which the camera completely missed. They had, to yeah. do, they had to do a replay to show us. But he sets up the ladder, starts climbing it. Nakamura pushes him off, hits the Kinshasa, and he climbed up. Got the briefcase. So maybe, yeah. maybe the bottom of the bottom in that situation was Sami Zayn. And on Sunday, he'll be at the top of the top. Well, I mean, I don't think anybody who holds that Money in the Bank briefcase before Money in the Bank wins. So you could kind of write off Nakamura now. He's just jinxed himself. Well, the pay-per-view is taking place this Sunday, June 18th, at the Scott Trade Center in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, uh, yeah, so we'll start with the, the kickoff match. The Hype Bros, Mojo Rawley and Zack Ryder teaming up to take on the Colognes. Got to say... Absolutely, 100% going to be the high pros. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Return match for uh, for Ryder. Um, they're number one contenders, technically. Yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, hype yes. Bros, Hype Bros never, they still have that shot. They spoke about that on Talking Smack. So, whatever you got to oh. do. But like hopefully part of we see, hopefully they carry it over, you know. Yeah, and it's funny because like they were saying like it would be stupid to not go after that. Like you have the you're given the title shot, it would be dumb to not do it and just go your separate ways. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I still think someone's turning on someone here. So yeah, hopefully. Um, what are we gonna go with the tag team championship match? Uh, the Usos defending their titles against the New Day. Which I guess I didn't realize that that was the match. I thought somehow the Colognes and that's weird. I thought yeah, the Colognes and Brizango should be. I thought somehow. I thought it was a four-way match. I was surprised that Brizango don't have a match. Yeah, but hey, man, Fashion Files. I'm looking forward to that. That's true. So I'm going with Usos. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm going to sneeze. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, I'm going to go with the Usos, too. I would really like them to lose, though. So, I'm okay with New Day winning. The first um, ever... Actually, you know what? I don't want New Day to win. I want Usos to win. So, this way you have some... You build up the competition. It's not like an automatic victory for New Day in a championship scene. Right. So, the first ever women's Money in the Bank ladder match will be taking place... Um, you're gonna be seeing Becky Lynch versus Charlotte versus Natalia versus Tamina versus Carmella. Yeah, um, everyone has a fighting chance besides Natalia, Tamina, and I think Flair. So I'm gonna go with Becky Lynch. I'm gonna say Becky also then. Why? Because I really I don't want Charlotte to win. I don't want Natalia to win. I don't want Tamina to win, and I don't see Carmella winning. Yeah, I see Becky Lynch winning. I think that would be huge. Um, since we're on talking about Money in the Bank, uh, let's go with the Money in the Bank briefcase match featuring Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, Baron Corbin, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, who you got? I, I mean, it's stupid to say it, but I'm sticking with Dolph Ziggler. I think this would be awful for Ziggler. To be honest, if he wins, I think that would do absolutely nothing. I think that since... Maybe he since, really is going to Japan. Like, he'll be like, I lost the money in the bank contract. Like, what else do I have? I'm just going to take my talents worldwide. Well, I think that Ziggler has been on a downward slope, going down so quickly. Uh, and I think that him winning this briefcase is going to do absolutely nothing to him and for him. So you're saying and, I should change my pick and say Sami Zayn? I I personally wouldn't go with Ziggler at all. Uh, I think that the best picks out of here is Corbin, Kevin Owens, or Sami Zayn. I think one of those three have the best potential. So who are you going to pick? Um, Kevin Owens, I started thinking about it. I am a fan of being co-ownership of U.S. title and WWE uh, and the Money in the Bank briefcase. Because I feel like Kevin Owens can own that, you know? He's amazing on the mic. And I feel like he is one of those wrestlers that would be able to carry over potentially two different storylines. Like the WWE Championship storyline and then his U.S. Championship storyline. being And he can still maintain the entire, like, uh, best in the U.S. kind of a deal that he's doing. Representing them. 
But I think I'm going to end up going with Sami Zayn. Uh, yeah, I think, I just, I, even though I don't know, I'm curious what that would really, I feel like Sami Zayn is the only true face of SmackDown. I mean, outside, I mean, well, I mean, AJ Styles is the face that runs the place, so. That is true. But Sami Zayn's like huge baby face underdog. Uh, I, I'm going to go with Sami Zayn. Baron Corbin, Corbin, they've been hooked like they've been hooked on saying uh, he's gonna get a push, gonna get a push. He has a new t shirt. Yeah, I'm gonna just stick with Ziggler. All right. Uh, women's title online. Naomi taking on Lana. Ravishing Lana. Um I would like to see I'm I'm saying Naomi. I, I yeah I I don't think any tiles are going to change hands this pay per view. Yeah, I'm going to go with Naomi. And then the main event, maybe, or maybe the main event. Can Rusev cause a distraction, assisting Lana to win the match? Possible. Um, you know what? Hmm. I don't know. I really don't know where to go with that, but I guess I'll go with Naomi. WWE Championship match. Champion Jinder Mahal taking on Randy Orton. We both collectively, I guess we're going to go with Jinder Mahal. Yeah. So, Dave, shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Thank you to the following people for promoting us in this week of professional wrestling. Go follow Jonathan at Mr. John Faust. Thank you so much, John. Also, go follow Nick at NCASO1989. Uh, that could also be NCASO. Uh, also, go check out Matt over at NYMetsDJTFan. Thank you very much to everyone for promoting us. We sincerely appreciate it. Also, go check out Eric at Montreal Broski. I uh, watch him on first thing in the morning, youtube.com slash first thing in the morning show. Uh, yeah, show. Uh, awesome. Let's play over there. Among other things. Also go check out weekly wrestling podcast on Twitter at weekly W podcast. You can go listen to them. Weekly wrestling podcast.com. Uh, this, this week they have a few awesome guests. So go check them out. Weekly wrestling podcast. Um, yeah. Also go check out, well, actually while we're on, uh, Ethan Page, Tyler Bulls, uh, Samantha Heights, all going to be featured on weekly wrestling podcast. Go check them out. Also weekly, uh, I mean the wrestling IQ one-on-one podcast, go check them out. Go give them a listen. Wrestling IQ one-on-one. Um, this next, this upcoming week, they released an episode with Dan Ram and Mark Adam Haggerty. Uh, being interviewed on there. Uh, so go give them a listen. Go subscribe to them. Go follow them on Twitter at WrestlingIQ101. Team Awesome48, uh, Team Awesome 48, go like them on Twitter. Follow them on uh, – like them on Facebook. Follow them on Twitter. Um, yeah. Also, go check out Amber Nova. Uh, she's featured on Impact Wrestling. Awesome wrestler from Florida. Uh, we've – 
first started getting a glimpse of her at, I believe, in wrestling at that promotion. Go follow her at Nova underscore girl 1973. Also, you can book her, which we highly suggest, ambernova73 at gmail.com. Um, definitely up and coming that you want to definitely get behind. Uh, go follow and support. Also support Dynamite Didi. Go follow her on Twitter at DynamiteDidi23. Go support her. She has some upcoming events. Uh, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, the 17th, she's going to be at NWA Southeastern Wrestling in Pavo, Georgia. Um, also, on the 24th, she's going to be wrestling at WXW Wrestling Mineola, Florida. Um, go check them out. Also, Darius Carter. Go follow him on Twitter. He has promoted us so heavily and helped us out. So go check him out. Go follow him. Go help him break his following uh, followers right now. Let's get him above 3,000. Um, he is – you can go follow him at Mr. Darius Carter. Thank you so much for always promoting us. Um, also, Dave Marfone. Uh, go follow him at Flexter170 on Twitter. Uh, he's a 175-pounder. Uh, for Bellator, uh, for Bellator, uh, he's going to be facing uh, Neiman Gracie at Bellator 180 at MSG, um, which is going to be awesome because it's at MSG, the first MMA event um, taking place in New York City. What did they had UFC there? Not yet. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Oh yeah, they did. They did. I forgot that they even had their debut at MSG. Forgot it's been so long. Uh, but yeah, but even still, it's still at MSG, which is just amazing. So go support Dave Marfone. The fight's going to be featured on Spike TV at 8 p.m. on the 24th. Also on the card, it's going to be Chael Sonnen taking on Vandalay Silva. Fedor uh, Emelianco taking on uh, Matt Matrone. Phil Davis taking on Ryan Bader. And the Playboy, uh, play-by-play is going to be done by Mar Ronaldo. So it should be really interesting. So go follow Dave at Flexter170. Hey, Brandon, any shout-outs? I'm Louie Anderson. Survey says Brandon shout-outs. The first shout-out is going to Orange is the New Black. It's back for a new season on Netflix. Leaves Always leaves me wanting more. Uh, so I've check that never out. seen an episode. Maybe check it out. Is it really that good? Uh, yeah. I mean, there's some parts in, like, the last season and then this season that's, like, it's, like, slow. I mean, everybody's, like, been full support of this show. Like, yeah. it's been a huge hit and everything like that, but I've just never watched it. It's really that good. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoy it. All right. Which I'll have to check it out at some point. Kind of leads into my next shout-out because it's going to be going to Glow, uh, which one of the creators of that is the same one that created Orange is the New Black. It's going to be airing on Netflix next Friday. Interesting. So this serves as a reminder. Yeah, go check that out. And then the last shout-out is going to Adam West. He passed away this, this past week. Um, and a lot of people know him as Batman, but I honestly, I really I grew up knowing him as the mayor of Quahog. Yeah. Uh, very unfortunate. I was actually watching a clip of him earlier of him on uh, Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Giving his like rundown of the Batmans in order. And it was just hilarious. He was just like, I, I didn't need muscles in, uh, in, built into my suit. 
you just had sort of grade A certified like West <laughs> or whatever he says. Yeah. It was just funny. Yeah. Uh, very unfortunate. I grew up watching that show. I don't know. Have you ever watched that Batman or no? I mean, I've seen clips here and there. I've never like actually watched that show, but. Yeah, I used to, and it's nice to see that he has such a sense of uh, such an amazing sense of humor as his part on prominent part on Family Guy. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, so that's cool. They, they lit up the bat signal in California for him. Yeah, I saw that. That was that's pretty awesome. I mean, that is such an honor, and that's it was, it was so cool, and especially it was the old school Batman logo too. Yeah. So. But moving on from my shout-outs to Al. Our moment of the week. That is right. Our marked out moment of the week. Dave, take it away. Well, I got to say, uh, I marked out for Ring of Honor TV this week. And a few weeks ago, when Marty Skrull came out, I mark out for his entrance. It's just his theme song, his entrance uh, video, the crowd involvement. I totally mark out for it. Uh, This week, he took on Kushida, uh, defending his TV title, and lost. Kushida became the new champion on Ring of Honor TV. Adam Cole served the distraction costing him the match came out Adam Cole came out dressed as Marty Skrull doing his entire wearing his like old-fashioned uh doctor's beak I forgot what it's called but he came masquerade out mask huh is it not a masquerade mask yeah it's 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 it is a masquerade mask but that's not what it is oh yeah like old like the back in the days like the like during the plague the doctors used to wear that mask uh so I thought that it was awesome. I marked out for that. And I also marked out for the uh, huge, huge announcement that Progress Wrestling is going to be having Joey Chinella, the bad boy himself, take on Jimmy Havoc uh, in their New York City debut. And I think that that is just so amazing because so many – Wrestling fans, the wrestling community really put together, uh, pulled together, trying to convince Progress Wrestling that this should be a match. Yeah, a lot of people tweeting a hashtag to them. Yeah, uh, we, we got involved in it. And so, and I guess it was enough to make them be like, you know what, let's do it. So now on August 12th, that's going to be a Saturday in New York City, you're going to be having Joey Janela taking on Jimmy Havoc. In a no disqualification match, so uh, that's going to be just—I I have no doubt that's going to be unbelievable. Hopefully, nothing for nothing. Hopefully, Janela doesn't do anything too crazy, <laughs> like jumping off a building. Yeah, uh, we, we do like to see people that we are friendly with uh, not in harm's way. Yeah, uh, but I mean, we like to see people that we are friendly with in the same manner. But yeah, I just want to. Hopefully, oh, uh, keep going. Yeah, hopefully no harm is done, though. I was going to say, uh, I just wanted to plug uh, Ringside Collectibles. They have a new exclusive figure of mm-hmm. Shane McMahon from King of the Ring. And it comes with, like, glass that breaks, like the one that he went through. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. so That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so if you want that figure, go to ringsidecollectibles.com and pick it up. Yeah. Well, 
If you want to listen to our past episodes, go check out MarkingOut.com. You can also listen to us, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and iTunes. Uh, rate us, comment, uh, download every episode. Why not? Share it amongst your friends. Share it amongst your enemies. You can go like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash markingout. Buy our t-shirts, prowrestlingtees.com slash markingout. As you heard, Jay Lewis, uh, amazing thong, Pleasant Street. Go buy that once again, soundcloud.com slash Lewis, facebook.com slash Lewis, Reverb Nation, and playjlewis.bandcamp.com. If you want to be like Jay Lewis, if you want to be featured as a musical interlude, email us, markingout1 at gmail.com. Follow us, uh, follow us on Twitter at markingout, at bttg161, at davedorave underscore mo. Watch Cooking with Brandon 5, youtube.com slash markingout11. And we wish you the Best of luck in your future endeavors. endeavors. Have a fantastic week. Oh,